radio check. Next artist is on A rig. Artist is on the way to the stage. Lighting, the artist is requesting we go door. Every great artist, great stage, great sound, and great visuals. There's a crew of men and women making it happen. Hear their stories. What up, everybody? I'm Rocky. This is Brenda. Hey, what's up? This is Mario. And this is Alex. Uh, Kirby's out sick, so mm. Mario's filling in. What up, what up, what up? We're back. This is set times. Yeah, this is set times. You forgot to say nah, it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you got to say it. Come on. Yeah. But uh, today's guest is uh, what I like to consider an actual backline tech. He does yeah. an all-around DJ, uh, instruments, I mean, what I like to say, an all-around, actual all around. backline tech. Yeah. I want to welcome Jeff to the show. What up? How you guys doing? What up, great, what up, Jeff? Great. Very good, very First good. First of all, great shoes. Oh, Kirby I didn't even see him. Here. Kirby should have been here. Oh, damn. Um, but oh, I bet- you know what, Kirby? Yeah, just does. I've seen you wear these before. <laughs> so guys that's are. the reason why I wore these today, just because of Kirby and he's <laughs> not, not even here. Uh, is he all right? Only- is he good? Yeah, he's yeah, sick. He's got a cold. Okay. Wait, he told me that you called him and he was like, <laughs> oh, dude, my contract yeah. didn't get extended. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he, so he hits me up for some other thing and everything. And I told, he's like, hey, have a good time. Too. I'm like, okay, cool. So you're not showing up. Are you good? He's like, bro. They didn't renew my contract. I'm like, <laughs> what? Your union? What's, what's going on here? I'm like, let me call Rocky right now, dude. This I'll get you in. I'll get you back what's in. What's going on? So, yeah, I got a little worried on that. <laughs> yeah, that was funny when he told me that. So when Rocky said that you were going to do the show, I said, okay, well, what does he do? And he used, he's an actual real DJ tech. I'm like, well, Not what is. Not DJ tech. Backline. I'm sorry. I'm backline sorry. Tech. Backline tech. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Backline and there's a big difference. Like, yeah. There is. There's, there's there is. a humongous. So, and that was my question. Yeah. I'm like, well, what? the difference right i don't know he's like well real instruments like it's yeah. not just djs he does everything so i'm like oh okay that is a huge difference. yeah i i like to call it like we manage th- the instruments the gear more than tech it itself we do get to tech it when something goes wrong and you know i'm gonna say like 50 percent of the time there's an actual like tech roadie 50 percent of the time there's not i'm dealing with like a manager or like a tour manager and like that's when we earn our money you know when when something goes wrong and we have to tech something and there's no actual tech that came with the artist you know um that's when we when we really have to know like our stuff so that's that's the difference you know we manage more of the the broad you know whatever show we're doing festival stuff like that so everything everything from drums singer yeah um audio audio Lately, I've been jumping in. Last year and a half, like I've been doing a lot of A2 work um, just because, you know, people, 
I guess they see me work and they're like, hey, uh, I know you know how to do this. Mm. You know, can you come help me? You know, I'm especially this year. This year has been like every company uh, within the city has just been like super busy and there there's no manpower. There's no workers. Yes. Um, so that's been very limited. So they've they've hit me up like, hey, can you go patch this stage? You know, or can you run power for me at this show? And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let's give it a shot. You know what I mean? And that's what an A1 does. Literally brings power from back to front. Yeah. Well, the A2. The A1s are usually the guys behind the board. Yeah, they're or the sound engineer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. An A2 so, would do like patching or setting up mics. Yeah. Okay. Uh, running power. So put, bringing power from like a distro, distro to like the stage. You know, okay. and making sure. You know, and you got to see like the the plot. So where singers have their mics, and you got to place them there. You know, and then you have to run the cord from the mic into the stage box, and then that goes to the A one. That sounds really difficult. It is. Yeah. It's it just patching, and like yeah, it gets it, difficult. It, it gets it's crazy. Yeah, I. That's why I give it up. Like, and that's that. You know what? One of the reasons why I wanted to come on here, um, because. Like I, I told Rocky, I was like, you know what? I to me, I'm like honored and I'm like flabbergasted that you guys. He insisted I come on the show because I'm like, to me, I'm like, I'm nobody talented. Like I'm not special. You know what I mean? Like, um, but, but you are. But you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but when then when I start to think about all the A twos and the backline techs and roadies who have who yep. don't get a voice, yep. who don't know who they are. You know what I mean? Like an A2, no one knows what an A2 is, you know, unless you're in the business. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And I've seen those guys, like, my job is stressful. Their, their job is 10,000 times more stressful, you know, because they're dealing with real time. My stuff, I, I have a small time sometimes to, to check and make sure it works. So I'll get, like, a 20-minute gap or 10. Even if I get a five-minute, like, okay, cool. A2s. Lighting people, A2s, video people, it's like something goes wrong, it's on the spot. Yep. While the festival's going. Yep. You know? Yep. I run into that sometimes. I've had some very, you know, bad incidents, and I'm just like, oh, man, like, this is it. Like, I'm never working in this town again. Like, <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to fix this. You know, like, let me ask you. So you said you had an incident. So obviously you had to have an incident. So what has been an incident that, like, that what people don't know? Well, like, what's the one thing you would say this happened at a festival? We had to be on it, and this is what I, what I did. I mean, what was like the one thing that you did? Um, I can just tell you what happened to me this past weekend. Okay, right? I was at Portola, San Francisco. I'm setting up for Skrillex. Skrillex is not showing up for his uh, sound check in the morning, mm. right? So we, we, the stage manager and PM, the uh, production manager, they FaceTime him. We play. We set up. You know, I set up. You know. I, Put a bunch of his music on a thumb drive and I play and we drive it through the speakers and the PA and then he FaceTimes it, whatever, you know. So he didn't show up. He liked the he liked the the sound check from his house or wherever he was, right? Um, and that was that. So at that point, I'm everything's working, everything in my eyes is like it's perfect, it's ready to go for show, right? right so right. show comes around and the very first thing when his tech, which is really his musical director, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Which there's a whole thing right there. Not really a tech, but knows how to use the gear. He comes up and he tries to plug in his uh, headphones in the mixer, which I set up. Okay. Right. So that's one thing that at Soundcheck, I'm not, you know, I'm not plugging in headphones. Like uh, I, I should maybe check that. You know, I'm not gonna say that that's something I shouldn't do. Yeah, maybe I should check it. But for the most part, everybody comes and it's just thumb drives and it's, you know through the speakers. Mm -hmm. So he comes and he he plugs it in and he's like, hey, this thing is broken. And this is like and. This is that he's showing up like five minutes yeah. before show. There's 
thousands and thousands of people already in front of us. This is at 9.30 at night. You know, it's been a whole day already. And nobody else used that port. No one else used that. So it was just something that, again, because it's very, I'm not saying they don't, but it's it's not common for DJs like, you know, somebody like Skrillex to come and use the headphones, you know? It's usually it's usually like a thumb drive thing. Okay. Right? And 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 looking back at Skrillex, like he actually does use he- headphones, yeah. right? But then there's DJ that don't. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it could have just been something, you know, I I missed that. I didn't check the headphones, you know. Well, that, um, but that's why he has a tour manager and that's what he has his people, I would say. Yeah, there. That's but that's their again, if they were there for sound check at nine AM, they would have caught it at yeah. nine AM. Yeah. If they were there an hour before they went on stage, they would have caught it an hour before. But yeah. since they showed up three minutes so before the show swap out the mixer so yeah so he's like hey come here man he's like help me out with something and i was like what's up he's like hey man so uh we either gotta swap out this this is the first thing he says to me right he's like we either gotta swap out this mixer or and i'm like what at that point I, i'm not hearing anything else after that right i'm <laughs> no like way. what i was like please i was like jesus <laughs> i was like we <laughs> me we've we've gone through this before <laughs> i was like get me out of this you know like um and he's like, the next thing he says, or oh, you can get me a, a headphone adapter, a jack, because oh, my headphone adapter's in the trailer. And I'm like, why, what's up? He's like, this thing is broken. So on, so trip out on this, on the, on the mixer, there's a quarter inch and there's an eighth mm-hmm. inch, right? Yeah. You can put either or. He only brought the yeah. eighth inch, <laughs> okay. right? It happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he only brought the eighth inch, which was the jack that was broken. He just popped it. And, and never even tried the quarter inch because he didn't have the adapter. Uh, right? So even if he had the adapter, then everything still would have been cool. We yeah, wouldn't have, yeah. that, none of that would have happened, right? So I'm like, so he's like, yeah, or you have an adapter. I was like, hold on, man. Let me go to my backpack. I'll be right back, you know? The magical backpack. The magical backpack. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. I, my front pocket is is headphone adapters and, and uh, drum keys for drummers. Wow. You know? Like, it's, I just reach in there and it's like, and picks. So I got DJs, drummers, and guitar uh, people covered, you know, musicians. Wow. Um, yeah. That's so at, so then at that point, right, now you have lighting people, video people, stage people waiting on me to run back, mm. grab that headphone adapter, run back, you know, and hopefully that's it the works. problem. Yeah, yeah. And that's going to work, you know. And it worked. And it worked. But like, wow. imagine just have a plan B, having that mixer to, I mean, we've all swapped out that mixer oh, yeah. of a show and we're like, okay, ready? Go. And then pop, 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 yeah. and then try to take everything out. So yeah. within yeah. literally seconds. Yep. Seconds. Yep. In yep. front of yep. thousands yep. of people. Oh yeah. You're all sweaty. In the me. dark. <laughs> what, what's, yeah. Now what's funny is that, and I'm sure you guys, cause you got, you just said it. When you do that stuff, you forget that there's thousands of people in front of you. Oh yeah. Like everyone on stage disappears. Yeah. It's just you. You're in the you zone. Mixer, and you got to resolve this and there's nothing else going on. That's all that matters. You have no thing. life before that yeah. and no life after that. You know, it's, if it's, you don't get it done, no yeah. life after that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, the fact that you have that that, that bag, because I see Rocky carry all the time and having that bag. And I always yeah. like, oh, I'll have the headphones and just uh, music. And that's all I have in my bag. But I see Rocky come, like, it's luggage and everything. I can yeah. imagine having all that stuff that you had. He yeah. literally has a small child in the yeah. backpack. Yeah. That's how big the backpack yeah. is. And I'm prepared for everything. Every kind And it's of organized scenario. too. The way he has all his stuff organized. Like, he literally, when I go to his stages and see his stages, like, yeah. I looked at, look at all the wiring. I'm like, damn, bro, like, this is. This is very nice and organized. Oh, I'm glad we're getting to that. I, I knew we were going to jump into that at some point, man. The, the wiring and the loom. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I, I know whose stage. I mean, okay, Rocky's here. I look at all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, this is Rocky's stage, yeah. you know. And so he's very organized. But 
Dan, that's what's up on that, man. Yeah. So, Here, let me ask you a question. Is it lesson learned now to check that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Moving forward. Yeah, moving forward See, for sure. Anytime I've I've made shit ton of mistakes, and that's how I've gotten. I feel better yep. than I've ever been. Yep. Is because all the mistakes that I've ran into, like yep. not checking this or checking that. Now I'm like. Yeah, constantly. You remember, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. every time. Well, that's you grow good, from it. Makes yeah, you, that's yeah, exactly. So you grow from it, and that's what makes you a lot better. I've had the times like you said. You're like, this is my last job. I'm gonna. They're yeah. not gonna hire me back. And that, you know, I was like, you beat yourself up, but yeah. those mistakes make us way better. Yeah, I feel. and it's how you handle it too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, under as, pressure. Yeah, as you know, like people. They just want you to make that effort to, even if you don't resolve the issue, like you tried your hardest yeah. and you did everything you yep. could. And and sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, you know? But again, it's how you handle it, it's how you react to it, um, and how you move forward. You know what I mean? Some people can't recover from stuff like that. Yeah. It's and, not what you can't do, it's what you can do. Yeah. You know? And you basically took care of it. That's, that's exactly how to do it. Nice. So yeah. did you go to school for music? I did not go to school for music. Okay. Um, I kind of just fell into it so in high school i was i was very big into djing um got you know i had 1200s and i had a new mark techniques? that was my first that's called techniques kids techniques. <laughs> techniques, 1200s. <laughs> yeah techniques yeah. 1200s uh then you know so i got into djing and house was actually a big you know when hard house was in you know bad boy bill dj irene just talking about bad boy um <laughs> you know power tools i used to you know every weekend yeah. just try to record it you know on tape and that was like a big thing for me. Um, so I come from that world, you know, and then uh, I never went to school for instruments or any of that stuff. As a kid, my dad's actually very good. Like he's a piano. We have like an upright piano at my dad's house. We have an organ. You know, he played guitar, taught himself how to play the bass. Uh, he was a very music. Like, yeah, musician. Household. Like, okay. So he tried to put, you know, me and my sister into that. And I just never, I could never grasp how to like learn how to play music it just never got my attention you know okay. until i saw turntables yeah. and djs yeah. and i was like wait a minute wait a minute this is my style yeah. 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 i was I like, like wait that. a minute move this out is- of the way i'm coming through <laughs> but you know what it was it was it, not only was it the turntables and the dj to me was the crowd so yeah. playing i mean playing an instrument yeah okay cool you're part of something you're creating something and at that time when you're a kid you're not creating music you're just remembering how to play something yep right because you're you're reading you're music. Learning. yeah mm-hmm. you're learning exactly mm-hmm. and of course you know props to musicians they're very talented people obviously you know uh but a dj has a crowd already you know what i mean they're pulling hundreds of people at once and they're creating a show already off the spot you know so that was just something i saw and i was attracted to okay and that was in high school that was in high school yeah where did you grow up yeah i was about to ask them uh Frogtown is the small neighborhood word for it, but Legion Valley. So right by Dodger Stadium. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So okay. All in that area, all through like the Silver Lake Atwater area. Okay. That's, that's where I grew up. So Northeast. All right. Everybody knows Northeast, so. Yeah. But still, so, LA boy. Yep. Yeah. Born and raised. But she said house music. You said like, you talk about hard house. Hard house, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's why when you mentioned earlier, the yeah. arena, yeah. you know, Peppers, I had a I had an aunt whose dad and brother were like promoters at Peppers. Wow, at I feel old there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I mean, was it Lalo or was it, uh, what's his name, you know, from Peppers, you know? 
Wow, I feel very old. I appreciate yeah, that. Jack. I mean, not you could have been like a second, third generation after that. Who knows? <laughs> you know, we're talking, yeah. we're talking like you know mid nineties, I guess. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, well, I think we all grew up. That's that's what we're talking. Me and Rocky, yeah. we're talking about. That's at the same time we were probably in the same place, but just different. Like, he must have been upstairs. I've been downstairs, but because Florentine Gardens, that's that's someone that's when house music was like right was just going. And the same thing when you talk about like. What got me to is I, I never played instruments. I tried that trumpet, you yeah. know, and you're like, oh, and then all of a sudden, like, damn, I suck. Yeah. But that music, just to see what you're doing, and, and at that that time, house music was like something that you could kind of just, you know, be yourself and enjoy the actual music. So it, it took a great, I would say, great turn that, you know, how music just turned our yeah. lives around. So I yeah. can definitely, definitely, you know, understand what you're talking about. That Also, house. I think because it was new. Yep. Yeah. And you were a part of yeah. something new. Yeah. And nobody knew what it was, but you just knew that you wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. 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 It was just the was, vibe we were in, you know, mm -hmm. the, the atmosphere. is just, you wanted to, yeah, like I said, you want to be part of that, yeah. you know? And the conductor was this guy behind the turntables yeah. running yeah. the show, you it know? Just, so. Yeah, up there, just putting uh, album after album. Yeah. How is yeah. he doing that? Yeah. What is yeah. it? How is he making that noise? Where is that coming from? Yeah. That's when you had vinyl. Yeah. You had, you had uh, what do you call it, record stores. Yeah. You have, like, Strictly Underground. We have Man. Tough Guy Records. Oh my God! We have like DMC. We have all these places you could just I, go buy those records. I was at Fat Beats oh, buying wow, white see? white labels. There you go. Right. You know what I mean? Wow. White labels. I don't know if you guys call them something else, but white labels. Oh, that yeah, white yeah, label, yeah, right? Yeah, white like, labels. Like they were like a mixtape of record, you yeah. know, like. And, and they were they were the cheapest ones, but I could pick it up. And they only pressed like yeah. ten of them, or like I mean, <laughs> yeah. like a thousand or a yeah. hundred of them. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, and you wanted that first release, and when it. When you looked at your records and it had no label on it, it's like, you know, when you see DJs now, it says ID. Mm -hmm. That's what they call ID in our times. Like, oh, what is that? Like, oh, that's a press release, yeah. a underground construction from this X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You're like, oh, I want that. Like, it's not coming out until next month or whatever. You're like, yeah. well, how'd you get it? Like, oh, I got it from Exodus. Yeah, and yeah. and La La Rock used to do that to me all the time. Like, oh, it's, what is that? Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, really, bro? <laughs> like, you know, but Larry used to always do that all the time. But, that's that's one I the one thing I tell my kids I wish you can see how like have that ability to do the record stores you know yeah. times or anything but I, I I love me personally I love house I can listen yeah. to house all day yeah we we're well I don't I think I'm like the last of my generation to experience that oh no it's like uh what people I always say like buying records and they're like well what's so fun about that but then I tell people like oh, remember going to Blockbuster how about DVDs yeah. you yeah. know what I mean like. To rummage through yeah. a, a crate yep. of records, yeah. thats it's a vibe. We, we used to do that all the time, and we, we have tons of albums. We don't listen to them, but just the hunt. <laughs> just the to have hunt, them, yeah. The actual It makes hunt. you sweet that night. So you that that you're there, there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's. Deep. I need to bring it here. Yeah. 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 Do a have vinyl an idea. set? I have an idea. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, there you go. I like that. Live vinyl set. I got some Strictly Underground Buster Groove records, you know, I could dust out, you know. I still have my Anvil case <laughs> that I used to carry all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So do you know how to DJ? No, I don't. <laughs> you had I'm going to be straight up. No, I don't. <laughs> it's, it's a gift. At least like, you're honest. Yeah. At least you're honest. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not, you know. And that's the thing. Like, I can jump on turntables and CDJs and I can, you know, blend and it's some rough blending, you know, and I could go back into some hip-hop records and try to scratch, you know. Oh, so and you do it all. You do the hip-hop and the yeah, whole. Yeah, yeah. So that was, like, the beginning of my journey. Okay. And then from from spinning parties and, like, playing house records, you know, I had cousins that were older than me, and they were okay. into hip-hop, you know. And uh, and this was sucks. This is, this is where it gets sad for a lot of house people because um, he, one day I went to his house, 
and I hear, you know, this beat playing. I'm like, oh, it's pretty cool. I don't know. I was okay. about to cuss. I don't know if we could cuss. Yeah, you, no, yeah, yeah. Like, I heard this shit. I was like, yo, this shit's <laughs> fucking hard. I was like, I was like, what what CD is CDs right at the time? I was like, what right. CD is this? Like, who is this? He's like, nah, this is, I'm making a beat. Uh, I was like, you're making a beat. And I was like, how do you do that? You know, and he had this little rolling groove 909, little beat maker. And that totally just changed my life. Like that, my DJ career was done. It's like a whole (laughs) new world. Yeah, like that was it. Like I... I had done my seven years of DJing and I had I've retired and now I'm, I graduated. The new chapter is coming out. Yeah, I graduated yeah. to beat making, yeah. you know, and I grad and I graduated to producing and uh, I went back. It was just in Vegas. I went back home to LA, sold nice. my twelve hundreds, which is sad. I know. I regret doing that. I've had a couple more pairs after that, but those okay. were my original. Okay. Sold my twelve hundred. Sold my DJ mixer. Bought an MPC, which is a drum machine. Okay. You know, and started a studio and got into that world. You know. I, I still like, yeah, I mean, I still love DJing. DJing was still a big part of music, you know. Uh, it was a part of, like, house and hip-hop and music at that time. Yeah, and that, but see, there's people, we talked about it, there's people that are producers that yeah. love to make the music. Mm-hmm. There's people that are DJs. That, yeah. There's people that are great DJs. They're not great producers, but there's great producers yeah. and good DJs. But that's just another chapter. Like, I wish, yeah. that's someone I haven't, I mean, I still think there's time for me to get to that level, but. You could do anything. That, yeah, I mean, you could do of anything. course, right? But <laughs> to to see, I've seen people make music and they're just zoned in and you're like, that one track they, they did, it's like open. Like, I always look at the Swish House Mafia video. I don't know if you've ever seen that. And they t- they just playing their one track, how they made it. And it's like, oh what yeah, yeah. yeah, they're on the studio. They're like, dun, 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 dun. You're like. You see Alessio just talking, about it, and now all of a sudden you see uh, Sebastian and Grosso, and you're like, like, did they know that that track was going to be like, hands down, like one of the biggest anthems? So, some of the biggest, well, that I've seen, or because you know, I you follow people, and you're like, oh, this producer is great because he does this, and this producer. So some of the great producers, you know, you're talking about like a Quincy Jones or mm-hmm. a Dr. Dre. You know, they're so great that they go in the studio and they know they're going to make a hit. Yep. But then there's situations like that, which is what got me into beat making that it's we call it magic. Yep. Because you don't know what's going to come out of that room in the next eight hours, you know, or you don't know what people's what people are going to fall in love with. You can spend hours and hours on something and it doesn't and you can spend 10 minutes and everybody loves it. It's not something that it's ready for right now. It's something that maybe in the future, but right now it's not hot. All of a sudden you're like, wait, I made that like 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, I got it's something been, it's like been that. sitting in my actual, you know, USB drive. Yeah. Hold on, let me look for it. It's been in my hard drive it's for been in seven my years, drive. you know, and it's been ripening back yeah. there. <laughs> and that happens a lot. People will be playing old stuff. Somebody will walk by and be like, "Oh, what is that? Like, I need to put yeah. that out," you know. And, and then it becomes big. Yeah, and yeah. then it becomes big, and it's been sitting in somebody's computer for five years, yeah. you know. It's it's surprising to me that that happens. I can't remember what track, but you're like, it's so new, just blew up, and Rocky's like, you know that track's like yeah. five years old, and yeah. I'm like, I've never heard it before. Yeah. This is the it's, first it's time. All the five Hour Diora one was yes. one that was like sitting for a while. Yes. I remember I had it, and I was like, whoa, this track's fucking yeah. dope, and yeah. then- Nobody knew it. And nobody yeah. Years yeah. later, it fucking blew, blew up. up. Massive. Yeah. yeah, it's all I took, yeah. It's all, and, and also, we talked about, it's, it's the house music, like the old house. Like, I always joke around with some of the buddies I have, like, dude, I should take my old house out, and you guys can make a beat because they're all being remade, you know, yes. now. Yeah. People are like, oh, that's hot. I'm like, bro, that's like t- 10 years ago. That's 12 yeah, years that's ago. That's an old you know? beat. Yeah. That is an old beat, you know? Yeah. So it's, but just to 
to relive that moment. Uh, yeah. you know, you're like, oh, I remember when that came out, and, and like, well, this is new. Like, no, you took no, that yeah. from a sample from something else. Nothing yeah. is new. Yeah, yeah. nothing is new. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. We're gonna make it new. We're yes. gonna we're gonna change it. We're gonna yeah. sprinkle of your style on there. Yeah, and make it your. And the technology makes it sound different too. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so do you think technology has improved or has hurt the industry? I think it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, it's I a agree. Double-edged sword. Uh, because it's a blessing and a curse. Curse, because it's oversaturated. Mm. Anyone can make music anywhere, put it out, and, you know. But at the same time, anybody could make music. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right, exactly. Right. So now, the you know, if I wanted to have a studio, you know, back in the 50s or do something in the 60s or 70s, it was very expensive. It was very limited, you know, and yeah. only the top producers or top record labels, which are banks, you know, which is people with money, yep. um, were able to do that for people. Yep. You know, now it's like I can just be a 15 year old kid, have a used computer and that's it. Crazy. Yeah. That's how, that's how young they're getting. That they're I know. getting very, yeah. yeah. I think the youngest guy that I knew when they made a banger was I think Martin Garrix. The first time yeah. I met him, he was seventeen. Yeah, he was, he was young. young. Yeah, yeah, when he came, oh, and I don't. He had, as a matter of fact, he was at an EDC in our stage, and he's like, "Oh, I'm Martin Garrix." I'm like, "What? Like you're the guy that made animals?" Like, yeah. I'm like, "What?" And this guy, my trip out, you know, and this guy's so chaperone here. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just turning 18 today," and I'm like, "Oh, well, happy birthday!" But I'm like, "Dude, are you serious? You're 18 years old." Yeah, you know, and it's amazing. But to me, it's like that level. Yeah, there's that's the creativity that that people are having. That's what's that's what's up right there. See, as a as a backline tech, I now I do so many shows and and I work for so many people, right? Companies that. I get people that pull up and they're like, I'm so-and-so. And I'm like, what? Like, you, you're an 18-year-old kid. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or or somebody that I've never heard. And and I'm like, who are you? Like, okay, cool. I got your rider. I'm going to set your equipment up. Yeah. But I have no idea who you are, you know? Yep. And then all of a sudden, you have 2 million people screaming their name. Yeah, I was going to say. And then all like, of a sudden, they go on stage and the stage is, uh, the crowd is packed. Yeah. And, yeah that yeah, happens to me a lot. <laughs> so like, no. I'll, I'll even look on Instagram to look at is that the dude is that oh oh that is him okay cool or her yeah, yeah. yeah. is this guy is this guy messing with me right now yeah, yeah. I'm like hey hey you can't come on stage bro I'm the DJ yeah, you're like, no, oh. no you're not bro you can't be the DJ you're like 17 like no that's that's really me <laughs> check me out look it's, like, it's funny because I, I remembered right now and I want to show you guys this picture it's the sweater I just saw over the weekend and I was like I gotta I told her I was like I gotta take a picture of your sweater this is amazing I have no idea who's playing right now <laughs> you know what i mean like i was like yo i gotta own this sweater where, where did you get, get that yeah it had to be made yeah she's like no nah. she's like a friend gave it to me and i was like oh I was like can i have the can i have <laughs> the one you wear just imagine oh. wearing that when we're working like oh. yes yeah. and, it, I have no- and this yeah. hit home super hard because that happens to me all the time yeah you know i like don't all of know us. who yeah. is playing right now yeah you know, yeah. I asked Rocky sometimes. He's doing these. You know, who's on your stage? He's like, I don't know. So I have to look him up too. Because, yeah. but then, th- and especially like if I'm like working on on a trap stage that I don't normally mm, listen yeah. to that music, and then I'm like, oh, I don't know any of these yes. guys. I'm like, fuck. Yes. <laughs> Let me. Been there, done that. When I have that hard style, you know, yeah. like oh my life is you know over. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm, I'm like, bro. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're on. I, I verified it. <laughs> you're good. That's you. You're good, you know. But oh yeah, no, I can imagine, man. Yeah. I so that imagine. happens a lot. That happens a lot. So. But how did so how did you transition from beat making to do backline tape? 
Um, again, just the process. So got into beat making. Uh, then I, you know, fell in love with like recording studios. Right. Learned how oh, to. That's right. You worked at a radio station. I worked at a radio station. Okay. Uh, Which one? K Day. Ninety three point five. Oh, wow. What okay. year was yeah, this? Yeah. What year was it? Early two thousands. Okay. So like two thousand two, two thousand three okay. was my first first years there. And now, then I were you there. on the board? Uh, eventually, okay. I got to the board. You got to start uh, what they call like street team. Oh, uh, yeah. Driving, driving the van. <laughs> yeah, you got to drive the van. Like, Dude, I had some like of the power best, best times driving the van. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's when I fell in love with crowds. Yeah, you know team. what I mean? And you're out street there. Team. And, and yeah. say, I mean, it's just on a small scale, but you're doing the same thing. You're setting up a little stage and, you know, speakers on sticks. Were you yeah. wearing lanyards? Did you say you were at K-Day and all that oh, stuff? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, he for was sure. wearing the lanyards. For sure, bro. For sure. Yeah. People That's, love you, too. Yeah, can I get a shirt? Can oh, I get a shirt? Oh, bro. It's like, what's up? Can I have I get stickers that? for you. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Stickers. I have stickers. Bro, the best is yeah. when, all we had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> T-shirts were gold. Yeah. Dude. Like, you can you get, get, like, five when you're going out to an event, and, like, everybody wants one. I mean, it was beyond. It was like I was getting, like, like hooked up with gas, yeah. food. Yeah. Um, I mean, you name it. For a you know t-shirt, what I mean? right? yeah, for yeah, a t-shirt. Yeah. Like, and, and then you get spoiled. You know, you're like, you're like, yo, let me get a t-shirt. And then you see something on them, like, or you see them working, like, yo, but what's up with that? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> what's up with those nachos? Yeah, exactly. Good. You know? No, no, put some extra cheese on that. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> we used to go to uh, uh, in Michoacan or Michoacan. What was it called right there on uh, on Broadway? Okay. Middle of the night, you know what I mean? And we used to just pull up, and they already knew. Like, we were like, hey, burritos? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, hold shirts. Like, hey, hold the shirts for the yeah. taco spot. Yeah, we're going to go exactly. eat out there. Yeah, <laughs> that was 100%, dude. Oh, that's 100%. So that's, yeah, so I can't, you know, you start there. You start doing that type of stuff, and then you move on to, like, concerts. You know, as you get bigger, they put you on a bigger stage. Okay. Uh, and then it just depends what you want to do. Uh, the majority of people who work in radio, they want to be voice jockeys. Yeah. So they want to be on air. You know, they're mm-hmm. a talent. I never really wanted to do that. Okay. You know, so I was like, All right, well, what else can I do? You know, I was like, and at the time, I'm working with some, uh, you guys are into like beat junkies, you know, mm-hmm. Melody yeah. oh, and, yeah. you know, all oh, yeah. those guys. So I was working with those. It's a huge like hip hop name. Yep. Okay. Yep. You know, in, in the world of hip hop, like these are the DJs. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was working with those people and I'm like, okay. The cool. turntablist. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's a huge thing. And I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to be a DJ because these guys are working here. So <laughs> I was like, what else can I do, you know? And then, um, and then, yeah, they were like, well, can you run a board? You know, and I was like, what is that? And You're like, yes, I can. Yeah, what is this? And, yeah. What does this do? <laughs> yeah, and it looked like a studio to me, which it was a studio, right? And Basically. it was a mixing board. And yeah. I was like, cool. Sure. Like, this is it. This I is could do that. Do. Yeah. 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 So then I did that for a while, right. you know. Um, and that's, that's uh, you plateau in radio. Cause it's very limited the amount of jobs that there is yeah um and it they don't it doesn't pay well unless no. you're a, a talent yeah. right unless you're then, on air yeah unless you're on air then then you get sponsorships and advertisement mm-hmm. and like you know people pay, you know just like you know anybody else a dj they'll pay you to come out and do talk at their event for an hour yeah you know or dj or whatever so so obviously I wasn't getting to that spot and I was like, all right cool and I kept working and then a buddy of mine who worked at a studio got me, me like an internship at a studio he like a recording studio yeah a recording studio so to be more specific it was called the backroom in glendale right and backroom in glendale and and that was my first studio i ever worked and you know we were excited we were like okay cool we're here we made it you know we're, we're gonna make some platinum albums you know we're gonna record <laughs> some plan first first day on the job like all right guy here's a razor can you guys scrape this gum off the floor and it's oh. like oh 
crushing you know wow. that shit sucks dude like <laughs> but you got it like you said you gotta start somewhere yeah, i start somewhere yeah sweeping the floor yeah. is what it is so at the same time i was you know i was working in that recording studio you know and you have people like crazy bone and brian mcknight oh you wow. know, maya you know these were all regular people that were recording at the studio so it was somewhere between that and k-day i was like oh man like this is great like you know i'm only like i don't know 24 23 at the time Right. So I'm just like, this is it, man. I'm doing it like I'm gone. <laughs> I'm out of here. You know what I mean? I'm recording yeah. with Crazy Bone yeah. and I'm I'm hosting concerts with K-Day. Like, oh, that's it. Like, so you life. were doing both. Kind I was of. doing both yeah. at the same time. Yeah. You know, I was doing K-Day like overnights uh, and like doing editing at night. And, and then I would do like like the shows too, like the concerts. I still. So because I was already a little bit more like veteran, you can say I got to pick. I went for the street team. Oh. Yeah, I can go now. Just go set up what I did for the street team, I could just go to the concerts and like that, the bigger events to go set up there. And then that night I was doing editing like on the board and stuff. Okay. And then aside from that, I was also working the recording studio. Yeah. So long story short, uh, a buddy of mine who worked in that recording studio one day, he was like, Hey man, do you want to come? You know, cause we, we would talk, we like that studio doesn't pay. K Day's not paying. They're just super cool jobs, you know. They're, yeah. they're jobs they're with just, a name. Yeah. They're really yeah. awesome and really yeah. fun. But now I need to make some it's, money. It's yeah, exactly. Experience. <laughs> it's the experience, yeah, like right? I mean, there's there's thousands of people that want to be in your spot. Yeah. In these when places. I was 20, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Now, exactly. You know, so now I'm hitting like 25, 26, and I'm just like, all right, dude, like I'm broke, and these jobs are great, but I need to make some money, you know. Yeah. So my buddy's like, yo, you want to come be a backline tech? And I was like, what in the fuck? What is a backline tech? What is it? <laughs> I was like, what? That sounds like yeah. shit. Yeah, I was like, that that doesn't sound fun at all. The word tech already, I'm bored. Like, <laughs> what is that, bro? Like, do I got to, you know, mess with computers or something? Yeah. Like, and then not knowing what that world was, he was like, you know, just come check it out, you know? And there's some studios in Burbank called Center Staging. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. That's where we work. Mm-hmm. So that was the beginning of my backline career. I come from that world. Those are my roots, center staging. And uh, he's like, come down one day. He's like, I was like, do you need an interview? He's like, nah, just come down, check it out if you like it. I'm going to introduce you to the manager and you'll learn on the spot, you know? So I was like, okay, cool. I went down there. I was excited. I was like, cool. The rehearsal studios. I saw, like, I looked up all the artists that, that, you know, rehearsed. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to be around all these people. And he was like, yeah, this is what we do. So they showed me the rehearsal rooms and what they do, all the instruments. They have these massive warehouse of, like, all these instruments. Oh. So they, they get sponsored by, like, Marshall Cabs mm. and, like, Techniques and, like, Pioneer. So oh, Pioneer will have an office in their, in the site, on okay. site, in their offices to, to give, to sponsor artists that rehearse there. Oh, so, so people then can come smart. in and use. Yeah, yeah exactly. Gear. So so techniques will or pioneer will pay center staging to have an office on site. So when center staging gets somebody like, you know, Tiesto or somebody to come rehearse there, techniques is there to just let them use the techniques yeah. so they can get sponsored, you know? And obviously, you know, wow. it's like yeah, wow. it's crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So, um, so it, it was, it was a crazy place. You know, I was like, all right, hell yeah. So now I'm going to make some money and I'm, I'm in a cool spot again. I was like, yeah, let's do it. You know? And then come to, you know, when I started working there, the first thing you have to do where you start is you actually start truck deliveries. Razor blade. All over again. Yeah. Over. And that happens a lot. You, you know, when you try to move on, you got to start from the bottom. Yeah, for you sure. know what I mean? 100- you know, and and it was like my job was nine to five to go 
pick up. So they, you know, the, I'd go into the warehouse. I'd they load me with a bunch of stuff that I now I got to do drop offs and sub rentals and you know all these. Uh, I'm just driving all day. I'm no driver, you know, and I unload and load cases like that. That was my first years at center staging, you know. And so, how many years? I was there for eight and a half, almost nine. No, years. but how many years were you driving a truck? About maybe two, two and a half. Okay. Before I started doing something else. All right. Yeah. I mean, like, what is it like? Uh, training yeah almost yeah, yeah, yeah. two yeah. years you pay two years dues yeah. right. yeah, you get to be around the stuff so you're kind of yeah. like yeah so when i wasn't driving i'd be in the warehouse walking around and i see you know guitar techs checking guitars and drums and keyboards so all the new keyboards roll by there you know because we had korg and Roland, and nice. so so you know that whole warehouse and you got was, to learn i got to touch all that there stuff you go. at the same time i'm still like you know i still have my studio i'm still doing the, the producer thing so it's like oh cool now i can work this to my benefit because it's like hey center staging can i get this employee rental for like two days so i can uh, borrow this brand oh, new board wow. yeah so that was the perks you know so i was getting paid minimum wage to drive a truck but at the same time now i was borrowing keyboards and, and, and this is high-end stuff too this is so high yeah and this is there we, you go yeah me See? and my boy were spoiled. major perks yeah we were spoiled you know what i mean because uh, you know people that are just amateurs you don't have access to a four thousand dollar keyboard no yeah. you know? and you're learning it before yeah. and that's see, yeah. that's something you can't put a price on yeah, yeah. in my in my 100%. mid mid-20s yeah. i can't afford you know and that's why you're good at what you do now because you have all that yeah learning from back it's advancement that you had to yeah. compare to another person Crazy. okay yeah and all of those little things have propelled you to where you are today yeah that's Definitely. crazy. It's been it's been stepping stones, you know, all the way through. Now, do you still have this friend that got you the job there? Yeah, yeah, my boy Gabe. Uh, he he, we hook him up with gigs, and he works. He still works at Center Staging, but he's like he was a, a Jimmy Kimmel house tech for a lot of years. Oh, so wow. he was like the main tech at Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, okay. That's a steady job. I'm yeah, that's a job. Yeah, that's a real good job. Even though some days you didn't do shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll put that out. No. Like lazy ass. <laughs> no, but that. No, but it's not him. It's just the, what the well, job aren't was. Texts, don't all texts just sit around for half? We do. We do. No, Rocky never. He's always with his choco meal and everything. You know, keeping warm. For the record, I've never seen Rocky sitting down. I just never seen him down. No, no, no. He's always touching something. He's always fixing something and moving something. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, and the last show we worked together was at Skyline, and Rocky was like all over the place. But cause it was a, well, it was a shit show, which all the the weather we had. But this guy was running back and forth, back and yeah. forth, you know. And so, so when I see him, I, to me, I look at him. He's always, you know, on it all the time. So yeah. I never. Never seen him sitting down, just an FYI. It's just because yeah. he was cold and he was yeah, trying to get warm. warm. I know, right? Yeah, trying to find something to no. do. I appreciate that, yeah. but I do sit down a lot. Damn. <laughs> Kirby, yeah, but this guy, no. I don't want to admit something like that. I know, right? I know, Rocky doesn't even have a chair. I don't have a chair. Oh. I got yeah. him a chair once. And I lost he lost it. Because yeah. well, he didn't Kirby. even use it. No, I have it. It's somewhere. Yeah, Curry's got a nice chair. You see his chair? He's oh yeah, like, I said, like floating. <laughs> Dude, this guy's like a swing. I'm like, bro. It's a rocker chair. Yeah, I'm looking like, where'd you get a Costco? I'm like, damn, I took a picture to my wife. Like, I need this. She's like, for what? I'm like, for when we work at EDC, she's like, just take him from Kirby. I'm like, he's gonna know I, I took it from him. Right? I, I wish, I wish this was like a show and tell. Because yeah. I, I would have sent you some content before the show, and I was like, all right, guys, let's put these pictures up real quick. <laughs> let's talk about so it. We can, so we can see what we're talking yeah. about right now. Because I just worked with Kirby at EDC this this past year. Oh, okay. Yeah, man, and it was it was amazing. Oh, just you did what you did, Alex. And and your snacks. Did you did he have snacks? That's mine. Oh, yeah, you're good. He did have snacks. No, he didn't have coffee this year. 
Um, you didn't have coffee. I came because I came from my stage to him. I'm like, yo, where's the coffee? I'm like, oh, I don't have the coffee. I'm like, are you serious, bro? Like, I just came for the coffee, bro. <laughs> I walked yeah. all the way over here. He brings his own coffee makers. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he yeah. brings his own coffee maker, literally. But I, I looked at this. So James Hype was playing, and I'm like, I looked, like, dude, is that your chair? He's like, yeah. I'm like, let me get on that, bro. Let me see. I mean, and I'm thinking like I'm trying to sit on because I'm afraid it's gonna break. I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. if you can, if Kirby's getting, if you can it. sit on it, I can sit on this, you know. So I sat in. I'm like, oh, this is awesome, you know. And that's why I asked him, like, yo, where's where's the snacks? Yeah, where's the snacks? He, he had them this year. Yeah, like, I know he, he did. Bag. Cabron. Yeah. <laughs> he got fancy up. too. Man. He brought a bag of like pistachios, yeah. like peeled already. I'm like, whoa, whoa bro. I don't have to work. This is my first EDC. I was like, this is how EDC pay? Oh, I'm like, no. all right. Oh, when like, you get to the food, you're like at the food place. You're like, oh, let me take some of this. Yeah. Let me take one here. Go to go plate. Go, yeah, that's where you get it. That's how you get. I'm so, how was your EDC experience? It was amazing. Yeah, it was another stepping stone. Yeah, like to me, like it's such a huge name. It's been around for a long time. Never worked it till this last year. Was well, so your first one? It was my first one. Nice. And yeah, to to be able to say that you you did it, you know, mm-hmm. not only does it it's a bucket your, list, yeah, yeah, it is for yourself, yeah, you know, but also on career. the resume, yeah, yeah. like on you your. You say something like that, even though, like, let's say, you know, I've done crazier stuff or, you know, I've been through worse situations. Mm-hmm. But to somebody just saying the, the letters EDC, yep. you're like, oh, okay, cool. yep. it's iconic yeah. now. Yeah, yeah it's EDC, iconic. Yeah. Like, OK, cool. This yeah. guy worked EDC. He can work yeah. you know, other things. Yeah. Well, let's go down the list of where you've worked. I mean, you've worked at some of the biggest venues and then also like uh, names like like an EDC. I know you do Cross. I do Cross. I do. You, that's where we met. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Rocky came up to me. He's like, "Hey, man, so uh, you're the guy right here, huh?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, <laughs> you're the man. Main stage like, guy. Yeah. We're at NEM. Yeah, NEM's a company that that does a lot of the backline for that uh, festival." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm an NEM guy." He's like, "What's up, man?" He's like, "I'm, you know, I'm Rocky introduced himself," and I was like, "Cool, what's up?" And and I guess you guys have been doing it for years, right? Yeah, yeah, I've been there like seven years now. Yeah. I think. Yeah. See, so that's crazy because you guys were with uh, before. You're uh, with uh, Active. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you guys were like the vets there. You know what I mean? I, I was probably my second year doing it. Mm. I love CrossFest. Yeah, it's great. It's great. That's, that's so I look good. forward to it every year. Yeah. San Diego was amazing. Yeah. The sunsets. That's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, yeah beautiful. you can't put a price on it. Oh, my God, water. you had Fat Boy Slim this year? I did. Oh. Underworld? I did. Um, yeah, Underworld was oh, crazy. Man, Underworld that. was crazy. Yeah, like, because bef- Rocky texted me. He's like, yo. Try to get some of these guys playing, you know, and I was like, all right, cool. And then I'm like, all right, I'm trying to look like on stage, like who's Underworld? Because, you know, I know they're they're old school, but I don't know what they look like now. Yeah. I haven't seen any pictures of them, yeah. you know, so I just know the name. I don't know the person, you know, or people. And I'm like, OK, cool. Who are they right here? And there's just like there's this massive setup. And I was like, because I know they're headliners. So I was like, OK, headliners, massive setup. That got to be them. Yeah. And sure enough, man, they had they had a mixing board on stage which i've never seen him it was an s1 right yeah the s6 oh s6 s6 yeah the avid one yeah and i heard they used to have like another like old school board yeah, then that's not old the first school. time they've done that like they used to do that yeah, they always they always have a board they always have yeah. that huge but that's so, crazy yeah so they had a, a board and these guys are are mixing live what you would be doing at a studio mm-hmm. right so like they mastered that and had like two computers back and forth and they're running into this mixing board and Dude, and they're that's... like you know their their long fader pioneer is this like massive mixing board that has no business being on stage doing what they're <laughs> doing with it you know so that was that was great to see like stuff like that you still that's why like you know you're like okay I'm tired of doing this I've been doing this for a lot of years you know because you sacrificed a lot you know 
being in this business, you work weekends. Yep. Sometimes long you get hours. depressed, like seeing people enjoy their lives. The and long you're like, hours. Yeah, too. you know what I mean. Like everybody is jealous because you're on stage, but you're like, no, dude, I want to be there, yeah, like, not yeah. working not the right same. now. That, no, not the same. You no. know, uh, um, I can imagine. I mean, yeah. that's, that's so true. Yeah. So then when you see stuff like that, that's like, wow, that's amazing. Then it's like, man, I'm glad I I have this job. Yeah. I got to experience. Kind of worth it. And yeah. see, yeah, it, yeah. It, oh, yeah. It, it makes that feel like the little cherry on top. You're like, exactly um, to be a part of this, yep. to be to see to legends see play. Yeah, yep do something that you don't normally see like that. Exactly. That's cool. I know I, I meant a comment to Rocky. Uh, something around. I can't remember which DJs or something. He was like, oh, uh, oh, he, he just worth Chromeo show. And he thought that uh, after when Chromeo went on, he was going to be off for the night. And he goes, and then I'll be able to go like see them play. To enjoy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but you will even if you're working you'll see them play. And he's like, it's not the same. Yeah. Not That's the not the same. same. No. I was just no, like, no. all right, fine. It's not. Yeah. yeah. yeah I guess. It's not. It's, it's, no. it's like, for instance, <laughs> when I seen the first time I seen Camel Fat play, so obviously I was in the back and I'm like, nah, I'll be back. Went to the front and just being inside yeah. to seeing him play, not worried about anything. You're like, wow. Yeah. Like I, I want to see Rufus the Soul. That's a matter of fact, they're playing, they're playing, they're playing this weekend. <gasps> In Vegas. Amazing, oh. in Vegas, in Vegas, Art of Wild, out of control. Yeah. That's still, oh my, that's the one. Like I'm trying on Saturday. I'm, yes, on Saturday, I'm thinking about you know See, just getting the fight. An act like that, I would love to be in a rehearsal room oh. with them because that's when they're creating their show. Yep, you know what I mean because they're very visual lighting type type of artists. You know what I mean. So it's, you know, it's a great show. Yeah, just like I always say, this is a DJ set. I mean, just the the performance, it's, I can imagine, but the DJ set, I'm like, I'll, I'll take that. Mm -hmm. yeah. I can imagine, like, you know, obviously the, at the Sphere, they had you two. Yeah. Had, yeah you know, insane. imagine, that was blown away. Yeah. But to have Rufus and Soul somewhere in there, like, yeah. I would I'm sure yeah. it'll happen. Oh, it's going it's gonna to happen. It's going to happen, bro. Yeah, because that YouTube show was amazing. Yeah. You know? But just something like that is, I, I, I would rather just be up front and enjoying the music than be in the back yeah. because you're in the side, you're like, okay. Yeah. You know? And you're, you have your happen. work mode yeah. on. Yeah, you're yeah. like, yeah, you're yeah, not different. relaxed. It's, yeah, you're I not know. enjoying. You're not, no. Yeah, you, you enjoy, like you can zone out of like the work mode and just like put be a normal person and be like, all right, cool, I'm enjoying this, but you're still working, yeah. you yeah. know? And you're not hearing the sound the same way because you're behind the speakers. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Just all these things, you know? You get to see cool stuff, but at the same time, it's like you're not enjoying the show. Yeah. And, all right, so Five Point Amphitheater, BMO, uh, you, you did this thing at the Regency Hyatt, uh, Hyatt Regency Newport where you got to set up a piano with a bunch of cool-ass signatures. What was that about? Uh, yeah, so I'm trying to remember the, 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 the guy's name. Um, so there's in our business, there's two or three guys that bring pianos to artists. So they'll hire, they're like the piano guys, right? Okay. Warren, Warren Huff is his name. So Warren Huff, uh, he's one of those piano guys. Also comes from like our world of backline and got to a point where he's like a piano guy. He owns pianos. Our companies will hire him, sometimes artists directly. And basically he comes and he sets up pianos and he tunes them, right, for our shows. Our job, again, as backline people, that what we have to do with that is we're managing that piano. So I got to make sure that he gets it on there, gets it right, sounds great. Uh, you know, make sure that the tech for the artist likes it. You know, everybody's happy. So that's my job, and that's what he does. So Warren Huff, he started, uh, as he brought pianos, he started asking for signatures. Sometimes mm. he can get away with it. 
sometimes you can't you know sometimes it's like they'll they'll be like no 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 you know you can't sign that but some majority they're cool with it they're like they were like yeah they were like yeah this panel sounds great and you'll be like yeah sure warren you know and and some artists know him already because they you know he's the guy he's a name so he's like two three names out of the whole city that he's known and they want a warren piano yeah basically exactly interesting so yeah, so he has that clout. He has that fame, you know. And uh, yeah, so I when I first saw some of his first pianos, I was like, wow, you get amazed, you know. You're like, wow, you had like you know all these people sign this stuff, and you're Jamie Fox, Jamie, Sm- yeah. I mean, Smokey I Robinson. Wow. Yeah. Oh, these are Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Damn. Wow. Yeah. And they're actual signatures, and he has then he has pictures. He like downloads pictures of like his piano with that artist, and you go to his office in his warehouse. And he has all these like pictures of his pianos with the artists. Wow. So cool. Yeah. Some have signatures he sent him to like, you know, when he develops relationships with some of these wow. artists, he'll send a picture, they'll send it back with a signature. Oh, you know. Wow. It's a cool place he has too. So yeah, shout outs to Warren. Warren's been doing it for a long time. You did an event at, at Disco Disconso Gardens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If nobody knows that. I don't know that, what it is. That place <laughs> is awesome. I love that place. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a garden. Go. It's cool. It's very it's zen. It's very, yeah. It's beautiful. It's like Huntington Gardens, kind of like that? Sort of. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but you've, you've traveled and you've been in some of the biggest venues. I've been, yeah. Um, I mean, just walking anywhere walking into like like you said any venue you're just like first time i went to the forum you know i had never it's it's weird because the forum is a place where a lot of concerts happen and again it's always there's always certain things that you get to it late in your career mm-hmm. edc was one of them you know uh getting to the forum working the show at the forum it's like i've been there many times as a regular person as to an enjoy. Attendee. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. you know but i never worked there so when you walk those hallways for the first time, you're like, wow, like you go back to your beginning years and you're like, this is cool. This is why I do what I do. You know, my young me knew that my old me yeah, like, was happy, yeah. you know, and I, you know, I, I would post like a picture and then like all my peers, you know, like, oh, dude, for the forum, like, yeah. why are you getting excited about that? And I was like, bro, it's my first time ever working. Yeah, this, but this. it's it's for yourself, though. People don't understand yeah, they that. Don't like, get you know, it. That's why you do it. Like, you know, yeah. I, but it, it's it's cool that you have that drive and that's what makes you want to do they can more and more and more because a lot of people can't they're not going to understand what that you're the things that you like yeah. or the things that you've actually experienced on there but that's that's pretty cool the fact that you have that story just to come like yeah you know, one from another or another i mean the first time i stepped foot in like dodger stadium like i grew up since i was a baby going to dodger games yeah. and you know in my like late 20s i got to step on the field and be there when nobody was there so I'm, it's just me and dodger stadium like to me you that's shed a like tear. yeah like i cried a little bit on the inside <laughs> yeah it's okay you know, it's, yeah, it's, that's it's, like a mode yeah, yeah i can't like, even imagine how like, emotional that would be yeah yeah you know stuff like that yeah. uh first time i stepped foot at like you know now crypto but back staples you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and just because I, i'm Teching a a halftime show or something, you know, um, stuff like that. Like, what do you think the biggest show you've done? Yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah, that's a hard one because I I've been through like many many shows, you know. Um, I think um, probably a, a Daft Punk Ooh. has to be like up there. What did you the do Coachella? for Daft Punk? Yeah, no, I was in Vegas. It was oh. a private. It was a Live Nation Ooh. event. And they had, yeah, it was yeah. like, it was, they call it Imagine. corporates, right? So yep. it's like when it's like a private party, somebody will pay to like have Daft Punk, you know, come host something. Stop. Yeah, Imagine and it. it was it was like a heart, 
you know, awards thing for like uh, management. Oh, and... so it's probably when their record was out and they were getting, they were basically around. Yeah, was it back then, two thousands. What was this? No, no, no. This was this wasn't that that long ago. It was probably like twenty fourteen. Okay. That's like when their album. Yeah, when their album. Yeah, was yeah, out. I guess yeah. So they were they were touring yeah. again. They were doing gigs. They were taking gigs. You know what I mean? They're how cool. So, so did you get to meet them? I didn't get to meet them. No, didn't get to meet them. Um, and I didn't get to see their face. So <laughs> that's another. Nobody would get. No uh, one ever. No one ever. But you know what's cool? So another story. So anyways, that's that's one of my big ones, okay. you know? Yeah, so that's huge. I got to see, yeah, so getting to see those guys, like, they come out of their dressing room, and they're, like, half in costume, half not in costume, and they're doing sound checks, you know? And, and it's so weird. to You, you would think, like, okay, they're going to do a sound check. They're not going to come out there with their helmets, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, like, these guys, the whole time, they're in their helmets. They're you know dedicated. what I mean? Yeah. They're very dedicated. And then, like, you know they'll get into like they have like four or five dressing rooms and all these people will get in there yeah. with them you don't know who and then when they come out yeah. you don't know who's who you know who you did know that I mean? to me i had that empire of the sun really we, we did edc chicago and they were performing live on my stage and they had like two two dressing rooms and they all came in and he's like oh i'm the main singer i'm like Bro, okay, yeah okay then he comes out with his makeup and also i'm like oh you're like shit yeah, you are you are the main guy and everything yeah. like oh and that, to me i was like Oh, okay. So yeah. you're not lying on there. That's yeah, what yeah, me yeah. off. Because I'm thinking about like the helmet and all that stuff and everything. Yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden, he, he had no nothing. Like you just regular, he was regular, regular, regular clothes. And all of a sudden, yeah. he comes out with the makeup and everything. I'm like, oh yeah, sir. It's a stage left here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Come on, right, down. right this way, right, right this way, way sir. <laughs> don't mind, don't mind all the, all the, all the ring we have, but just uh, stage left right over here. Yeah. yeah. That's but, so uh, cool. Yeah, but I mean, like Stevie Wonder was somebody oh, back, in, back in my early at the center staging days, you know, setting up for somebody yeah. like that. Again, legend. Keyboards, that is. Like setting up just like, you know, I'm setting up pedals and stuff like that. And I'm like, again, nobody, right? I'm just a, an assistant, you can say. But to me, it's like I have Stevie Wonder in front yeah. of me. I'm setting up his keyboards oh, yeah. right now. Yeah. I'm setting up his pedals, you know, like. This is it. Like, this is great. That's like, major. Yeah, yeah like, you know. huge. I'm so close yeah. to him. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then, he, you know, somebody like that, obviously because he's blind, he's like, oh, thanks, man. Like, oh, I didn't oh. know I was doing it, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you see? Like, <laughs> but like, he's he, so aware of yeah. everything oh, that's going yeah. on. Oh, he has and, to. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, you know what I mean? So. Um, well, that's good. He was nice. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was super nice, super nice. Uh, but, yeah, just, just. You know, crazy, crazy stuff like that. Yes. Um, Gwen Stefani is probably another one. Okay. Setting, you know, yes. setting, giving her her actual pack for her ears. You her know, I was working like a little bit of A2 on that gig. I did like okay. a Wonderfront thing like a couple years ago. Okay. And uh, actually got to talk to her. But her band is so talented. You know what I mean? Like, so setting up for somebody like that where it's like, okay, cool. I wasn't really like a fan fan, but you're such a huge artist, such a talented person. You know what I mean? And like, you're you're that person that, you know, yeah, you can respect their talent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple of musicians where I'm like, it's not really my style of music, mm -hmm. but I can respect. Oh, yeah. That yeah, you are you are good at what you do. Exactly. Yeah, so, so who is the artist that you've actually had an opportunity to work with, and you were like, oh, I'm a fan. Who is that? Who was that artist? You know what? To come back to the hip hop world, DJ Quick to me okay. was one of those one of those people, man. That okay. I was just like, I fell in love with his beats early, okay. you know, early like after high school and his type of like producing. Okay. Um, and to be able to like go to his studio, help him set up, do his rehearsals, okay. you know, um, set up his DJ because you know sometimes he gets back on the tables and okay. he'll DJ some stuff. Um, like that was that was like a, a that huge was a one. Yeah, that was a huge one. And you know, a lot of people 
they're like, oh, DJ Quick, he's not, you know, he's not a crazy. But when you come down, like when you think about it, like you're like, okay, that's that's fucking cool, dude. Yeah. Oh, but to yeah. you, that meant something. To you me, know, it like, meant yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I grew up on his music. Yeah, you know what I mean? So another one would have to be, and I know a lot of people are gonna be like, okay, here we go. But if you take back the old Kanye, yeah, the yeah. old Kanye. Yeah. You know, I grew up on Kanye when you know yeah. late registration and all like yeah. all that stuff. Um, to me, that musically, there's there's artists that will come out like every you know, mm-hmm. five to 10 years and you'll be like, wow, it's a whole new sound, yep. you know, and, and you'll fall in love with it. And then to be able to a couple years later, be able to work with them. Uh, Kanye was definitely one of those people where I was just like, I can't believe I'm I'm in the recording studio with this guy or I'm doing his rehearsals. Cause I got to, it was like a full circle with him. Like I worked with different companies at different times, doing different things with Kanye throughout his career. Oh, that's, yeah. That's multiple things. There's multiple things. So like the first, time I, I encountered Kanye was in again the center staging days early when I would go do like I was doing a lot of like the MTV awards okay. and like that type of stuff at Paramount Studios and we'd go set up like all the you know like the performances in between you know the segments and all that stuff so Kanye's brand new album was 808 and Heartbreaks and that was a whole another sound you know it's just something new nobody understood what it was so to see him and I didn't know who he really was at that time, too. He had, like, other albums, you know what I mean? So I was just, like, when I heard him, I was like, what is this? Like, this is, it didn't sound like Kanye and all his other albums before that, you know? All his other albums sounded real hip-hop-ish. Mm-hmm. This album was very synthy, yep. very airy. His vocals were very reverby, you know? So something totally new. And I, like, that was the first time I ever encountered him, like, like as far as, like, working with that artist and setting up his stuff. And I was like, I don't know who this person is. I just heard like the playback of it. And then I see him walk out and I was like, oh shit, that's Kanye West. Like yep. he's a whole different Kanye. Like he has different personalities, <laughs> right? Like this yeah. is Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's so fun. We had to say, we always we always had to say when you say I like Kanye, old Kanye. Yeah, yeah the old know? Kanye. Old yeah. Kanye. But he didn't lose his mind. Yeah, I, yeah. I always go reference by albums. Right? Like yeah. 808 Kanye, yeah. you know, late registration Kanye. For the curse. Yeah, you know? exactly. You know, and he was coming out in a boat tie and a suit you know and doing this whole different thing and i was like oh shit this is dope you know but then moving on like the life of pablo Mm -hmm. when he was doing like the rihanna stuff like all that stuff i'm still kind of a fan of that music you know what i mean it's it's musically um it's because he has other producers that help him out Mm -hmm. you know and knowing those producers you're like wow these guys are super talented you know they still make good music they still make great music yeah you know it's never just kanye himself there's always like all these these people behind them you know musicians i don't think he can do it by himself no nobody can yeah no no there's no there's There's always an army behind every artist exactly and and there's a reason why kanye has these people helping him out because he's a fan of, of them you know you talk about like ghost producers or people that can uh, say what or they sign their life away because yeah. uh, you I know. mean nowadays you there is no I feel like there's no more ghost producers because you know it you know people are doing yeah. stuff out yeah. there and their names are on on yeah. stuff you know um but yeah just takes know. away the points for them you know you know, you know talking about Kanye like when I seen that Netflix video when it shows him like when he's making music it made me appreciate more yeah like, I was like dude Kanye worked like it's n- nothing was given yeah everything was worked but his music he he took that 
he took he took that chance to open up those doors like you were saying about yeah. the di- be, being different because that hip-hop yes that's great yeah then all of a sudden he came with something different i was like oh what is this yeah you know and and that turned that changed music yeah you know a, a, a big time it changed yeah. music for what, i mean a lot of people they're like okay this song's overrated but what about that daft punk mm-hmm. sample one you know mm-hmm. what i mean like that was good to yeah. me i was like mm-hmm. what is this like i, I had never heard anything it's like hip-hop but it wasn't hip-hop mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i was like that's the type of stuff that to me that's why kanye is like one of my yeah. idols is because musically to me he's a genius you know yeah. people think i'm crazy for saying that you know but i'm not talking about his personal yeah. life yeah. i'm yeah. talking about his musical yeah. life you know like that was great that some was people mind. have that like that that vision to be advanced and it's like to take that take that chance yeah. because dude me personally when i listen to kanye daft punk something like that is, to me it's like wow this is this is hands down yeah different and i can imagine how it was at the time to yeah. take that risk you know avici when he did that one country song yeah. you know it's that was like what avici is a country song like come on all of a sudden you know yeah me on when it's yeah. all over singing it obviously like it's good, good, you know, it's good yeah. you know? it is. and it's a risk it is and you have to evolve we've talked about this many times yep. before you have to evolve yeah. in everything yep. in music especially because everything changes and yep. if you don't you'll get left behind yep. that's right and kanye did that yep. at 110 percent every yep. time yeah <laughs> so. left turn you <laughs> yeah, know exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. so sometimes it, it everybody had to kind of catch up to him or just yeah walk try walk away yeah. <laughs> or yeah. walk away yeah. yeah so so then you know that was the first time i ever uh worked with Kanye and then years later I worked with another company called Capital Audio and they do they do like sub rentals to studios they okay. like they rent out microphones they have like these $20,000 mics and these these you know outboard gear that's like 50,000 and it's because it's it's old you know it's like from the 70s or something right and they don't make it anymore so people uh-huh. got to have the original so I would our job was to take that and take it to studios and try to you know sometimes hook it up and stuff like that so then again I would take I would work for them, go to studios and like set up all this equipment to be in a Kanye session. Like not knowing I'm walking in, Kanye walks in the room. I'm like, oh, fuck. I just so you would room, set bro. up and you have no idea who you're setting up for. Yeah. And then because they, yeah. And it's you like, panic. Um, no, not anymore. No, no. Not that anymore. one time, that first time. That first time. Yeah. We're talking about the first oh, yeah. time, right? Yeah. If I panic now because Kanye's in the room, it's because he's going to like flip out or talk <laughs> shit or like, yeah, he's going to fucking, yeah, he's going to explode. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. Anything could happen. Like, like I've seen Kanye like get rid of 15 people on the spot. Like you guys are all fired. Get out of here. Whoa! You know what I mean? Like, and and they were doing some crazy shit. Like, it's not that they got fired yeah, for no see, reason. Like, they were fucking around. Yeah. Were- no, 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 no. They so basically, Kanye, Kanye's crazy. Like, he'll be like, "Okay, cool. I want to buy this house, and tomorrow I want to build a studio in it. I want to turn the whole house into a studio. It costs what? Ten million? Done. Check. Yeah. He'll do stuff like that, yeah. right? So he rented a um a, a whole floor in a hotel in downtown. And it was like, it was a small hotel. So it's like, it wasn't like on one floor, you probably have like, I don't know, eight rooms, right? Nine yeah. rooms, not very big, very old hotel, old building. So he rents out this whole floor and then he turns every room into a studio. And he's doing this, like he got the idea like two nights before. And then we're like, he got the idea on a Tuesday by like Thursday morning. He needs all this set up. Holy shit. Right. So his manager scrambling it's money, you know what I mean? So now his mm-hmm. manager, now you're getting all these like engineers and assistants mm-hmm. and like, you know, now capital audio is getting phone calls like, yo, we need 
10 C800s. Uh, that's which is where like you a, come in. Yeah, which is like a microphone. It's like a Sony microphone. We need, you know, 10 microphones, uh, 15 mic pre's, uh, seven pairs of like Genelec speakers, you know, and we need them by Thursday and we need them like to, to distribute in, in, in room 7, 8, you know, 708, 709. You know, so stuff like that, right? And you have all these people, and he, you know, we're building for hours, and then he comes in, and he's like, "Oh, this is fucking whack." He's like, "Oh, you guys, get the fuck out of here! You guys are all gone." Not and everybody's just like, "Whoa!" Right? And and I'm like, "Okay, cool. I'm out of here too. Like, yeah. I'm not I'll staying. See you later. Like, I'm not working yeah. for you, but I'm yeah. not staying. You know." And then Peace. I got, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> and then I call my boss, like, "Yo." Kanye just fired me, bro. Like I can't, I can't go back up there. Like security, you gotta get come get your shit. Like oh damn, right? Like and then and then so the guy I'm working for, he's a very well known engineer, right? He had he did like the guy. So who owns Capital Audio? It's an engineer who uh, recorded Genie in a Bottle with okay. uh, Christina Aguilera. Okay. That was his big hit. So engineers when they record stuff, they also you know make it because they're the guys create, recording the yeah. magic. Right, 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 right. Of course. So this guy made a lot of money. Had a lot of gear, and that was his business now. So I call up Wasi, and I'm like, yo, dude, that's it. Like, your shit's stuck up there. I, I don't know what's going on. You better figure it out. You know, call some people. So then come the next day, he's like, he calls me. He's like, all right, cool. We can go back. We can finish setting up. And I come back the next day, and it's a whole another 15 people. Like different? Fe- different? A whole Damn. different 15 people, bro. Well, you were the only one that came back. Yeah, from- because I wasn't working for them for directly. So uh, he hired, you know, a couple engineers to work the sessions. You know, they call they'll call them like writing sessions. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So Kanye will will come in. He'll put a producer and a singer in one room. Another producer and another singer in another room. You know, musician and a producer in another room. And and they're all doing their thing. And he'll walk around and just jump into the little sessions. Whoa! Damn, Imagine that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Does anything good come out of that? I mean, yeah, he's 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 walking into different worlds. Like, you imagine like they're all like different vibes and different experiences. You know, one, disco. You know, yeah, this one, different they're genre. playing like a house type beat over here, and over here you got like something being sampled off of like ACDC record, and over here you got like you know what I mean, like different producers, somebody that's like a Scott Storch, you know, um, people like that that are just like wow, they're just creating records and I they're learned creating two things today. And look at that. That's <laughs> yeah. That's mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I mean that's and, fucking crazy. That's, first of all, it's money. Yeah. Oh, and it's also craziness. Like why would you put yourself through yeah, that? Cause you, yeah, because yeah, because you think about it, you're doing one kind of music and all of a sudden boom, you jump into the next room and it's yeah. that's probably the way his mind madness. is yeah. fucking yeah. worked it's, in his yeah. head. But, but I'll tell you he's not the only one. Like there's there's different artists that'll do that with producers. So like another situation with that company is like for example an artist will come into LA and stay here in LA instead of staying in into like a, a hotel room checking in yep. they'll get an Airbnb like in yep. on Melrose or something right and they'll have like seven rooms or something and then they'll they'll we'll go in and we'll set up in the seven different rooms so like, this is like a known thing this is what people do yeah like I mean it's just I don't know how I became a thing but it's great you know what I mean like we, it's probably we set cheaper up, than setting just up open my eyes yeah. I never knew yeah. anything yeah. like that no. existed yeah I yeah. thought they would just go to a studio and no, then fucking do because studio this. probably charges X, Y, and Z, exactly. and this is cheaper for them. Exactly. To do that. So this and they're comfortable at their own. Yeah, place. they're at their own yeah. spot. You know, everybody jams. They're yeah. at home. They can just go to sleep or eat or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like back in the day, Laura Canyon, where you just like back. They would yeah. make music in Laura Canyon and the house, the yeah. houses yeah. up there in the yeah. hills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we that's a place we go to a lot. Hollywood go, Hills. Yeah, Hollywood Hills. Oh, you know, yeah. and uh, yeah, and we set up all these little so studios. So do you still do that? I don't do that with him anymore. 
No, that's that's not. I don't do that. Now I try to. I have like two little portable rigs where I'm mimicking the same thing, and I'm I'm doing. I'm you know setting it up for like just people around me. You know what I mean? All right. And try to get my own little clients. Well, and, if anybody's looking for yeah, if you guys, yeah. if you guys are shit want that plug, like, shit that plug. Yeah, yeah, bro. If you guys <laughs> want to get into a little recording world, little studio, I can set you up anywhere. You know what I mean? And and basically all you need is a hard drive, and I provide awesome. everything else. You know, so wow. So you can, you can so, so you can set that up. Yeah, anywhere. I, I bring everything from the mic, computer, oh. synths, uh, outboard gear. You know, baffles. Um, what is a baffle? A baffle is like a like a sound wall, oh, like okay. to create like you know. So so basically, so sound stop bounces. bounces. Stop yeah, the sound. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop yeah. The basically, sound. what these are. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. So okay, this absorbs sound. So yeah. we you know I bring something on wheels where I can set it anywhere you want. You know, I could create a little vocal booth around you taking it to malibu you know? canyon yeah up actually the top. What, one of the big artists i because i just remember you asked me like who's a big so i set up for share i've been to share's house wow i've been to share's <laughs> house yeah share <laughs> name drop yeah <laughs> i had to yeah because i, I remember that and that's the thing like i i've done so much stuff that it's hard for me to like unless somebody triggers it or yeah. mentions it it comes back to yeah. me you know okay how is share <laughs> <laughs> The sad part is, the sad part is, so I, I've been around Cher, she's been down there, but I've never actually like heard her sing or been in a session with her. She's been walking around her house, she'll come in and she'll be like, oh, that's cool, like what does this do? Okay, but she was nice. She was nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Good. all that matters. All right, that's yeah, yeah. All that's that's what I was that's like, I thought you were going to say she was a dealer. <laughs> no, 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 she was super cool, okay. super cool, uh, very cool person, Um, you know, very like, you know, she's old school, so she's like, oh, what is, you know, what is this knob? Or like, you know, what's on the computer? Like, you know, because she's not, that's not her thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, but like I, Stevie Wonder and Cher, like, I mean. I know, you worked yeah. with Lionel Richie. I wrote that down. I that's, just did a Lionel. That whoa. was crazy, bro. That was a crazy day. Oh, I fucking day. love yeah. Lionel Richie. <laughs> that was a crazy day, dude. I was whoa. groupied out that day. Oh, there you uh, see. That, see, that, that's, uh, that's like, what I like. I yeah. like that stuff. That's, yeah. you got that experience, but not. Still be professional. Still, yeah. But still, inside, you're like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, is... yeah. I set up his, you know. Da, da. Yeah. El baño. This is the same bathroom 10 feet away <laughs> from right? the stage where Lionel Rich is performing, bro. <laughs> this right is, outside. Uh, <laughs> this is toilet paper, mom. Look, mom. Mira. Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, that was, that was an experience. He killed the show. Crazy show. I got to talk about that show, man. So there's this casino in Vegas, like, out. A far like 20 miles out from the strip it's called red rock it's like the yep. only building out there right exactly you talking about yeah so i can't i don't know remember the name of the owner but this guy threw his wife a 60th uh it's by party. summerlin it's almost by summerlin on the other side red rock right. yeah exactly yep. yep uh threw his wife a 60th birthday party and had lionel richie come out Holy and, shit. and rod stewart <gasps> right so hold on so he got two different banquet rooms massive banquet oh rooms, wow right jesus and and basically he was a being like stages bro so it was like two massive banquet rooms right next to each other there's a door that opens slides open on and off and like Lionel will play and then it would close and then oh. like you'd walk into the next room and it was like a whole different it's, vibe. Wow. Like Rod Stewart's in the next room. Imagine that. You know what I mean? Uh, like, charging at, at the door, talking about a like 200 the door. Come on in. 200 at the door. Bro, wow. I mean, just in talent alone, he probably spent like 10 million or oh, something, dude. bro. Like That is insane. That, that How many Rod people Stewart. were there? You probably had like a good, 
I don't know, man, like 500. Oh, okay, wow. so it was intimate. Yeah, it was yeah. super intimate. That's super, super Yeah, because he looks small. I saw Red Rock, and I'm like, that's not yeah. Red Rocks. No, like, yeah, what no, no, no. yeah I was like, yeah, because it looked really small. It's a small, yeah, yeah, a casino, know, yeah. out in the yeah. middle of, like, Whoa. Henderson. Yeah. Out there, yeah. How do I become this yeah. guy's wife? Imagine oh. that. <laughs> well, I can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> we can work together. Yeah, for yeah, this. Exactly. <laughs> we can actually make this work. Yeah. We're both of us. We're both of us, right? Bring back the money, all right? Now it's a business plan <laughs> that's crazy yeah so got to set up his piano and and his you know hooked up his band and and uh yeah had a great show killed it we wore like a cool little jacket you know what i mean like and he was great like he he does it doesn't matter if he's like playing for 50 people or yeah, 50 see. million you know his show is like you know he's giving 110 yeah. percent oh, you know what awesome. i mean like it was amazing you gotta Obviously, respect artists like that yeah, you know? yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, he's getting paid a lot of money oh, right, yeah, to yeah. do it, but but I, mean, I don't think but, he's doing it for the money. He's doing exactly. it for the experience for that. I mean, her 60th birthday. It's an obvious yeah, milestone. Yeah, it's for her. Like you, you saw, you know? it was genuine because yeah. there's got there's there's artists that will get paid that amount yeah. amount of money and and just you can see like oh it's just another Half gig. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, yeah. Like the song was terrible. He sucked. You know, not not Lionel. Yeah. Lionel was like. You were watching him in his prime, you oh, know what I mean? Shit. Like, yeah, it was awesome. That was an experience. Hell yeah. You can't put a price on that. You can't, dude. No. To be I mean, you can, but I mean, just to say that. <laughs> Babe, yeah. I got your line already. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then Rod Stewart. Yeah. Look at me Stewart here, everybody. Himself. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I wasn't working the Rod Stewart stage, but you know, I was like putting my ear to the, to the wall, trying to peek in there. Like, Tom, I gotta go to the oh, bathroom well, real quick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you go over like, you guys need any help? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna Plug anything in? Nah. <laughs> I got your cable. This cable's loose. I see this cable outside. Do you guys know where it's at? Where it's, where it's go I'll go check. And, <laughs> go check in the back. Yeah. So where do you see yourself in the future? That's a good question. That's a good question. I, you know, it's hard I because I think about this every day. Like, okay, what's my out? Like, I, I'm where I wanted to be five, ten years ago. So, like, okay, cool. Now I've been doing this for five, six years. So, okay, so what's next? Like, you know, so I, I it's hard. It's hard to, again, to be able to do something new and, and try to do something, you know. And in our business, you know, when you own something, that's when you start making money. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? When you're the owner of a festival, of a company, of a stage, you know what I mean? Or a production. Well, now like, you got your own your yeah studio basically exactly yeah. so yeah starting my own little business um and you're always thinking of new stuff to do um when covid was happening it was yeah. devastating right yep. for all yep. of us like yep. I, you guys can all agree yep. so then it's like okay especially in our business you know we were the first to go last to come back mm-hmm. right so a lot Everything of people stopped. yeah mm-hmm. that's the reason why till this day three four years later it's it's very like pe- there's not enough people to work you know for that reason we've lost a lot of people too we have yeah. we have yeah. so the people who survived are thriving right now mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean yeah um so i was like okay what do i do i had a great 2018 2019 made a lot of money you know what i mean saved up so it's like okay what do i do i don't have no work you know and i was just like okay and i remember doing the whole like setting up a studio so mm-hmm. i was like what if i you know the whole streaming thing was a new sensation it was you huge. know what i mean yeah. Matt, i'm sure everybody yeah. got into it everybody right did. i'm sure everybody touched a little bit of that world yep. right yep so i was like all right what can i do you know like i so we started streaming we started all these things so then i put a little package together like three webcams a computer a switcher a couple monitors put it all in five pelicans and then be like hey 
I can rent you this little streaming studio, ah, you know, yeah. and I'll show you how to use it. We'll go to your backyard and I can, you know, have it for a couple of days. And, you know, so I started doing that and that worked for a little bit, you know. Yeah. Opportunity. Gotta survive. Yeah. Gotta survive. Hustler. Yeah. Hustler. Yeah. And then like, you know, I bought myself a small QSC PA, like a PA system, mm. you know, and a mixer. And I wasn't an audio guy at the time, but I was like, let me buy some microphones. And, you know, now I can. You know, rent, rent it out. Yeah, yeah. To, I don't care. A birthday party, yeah. a quinceanera, like you know, whatever. You Grupo, know? whatever. Anything, bro. Yeah, yeah. It like it doesn't matter. You know doesn't what matter. I mean? And yeah, and that's you know stuff like that. So yeah, coming back to like, what do I see myself doing? It's like now I think I'm I'm in an age where it's like okay, I want to like I have all these relationships with like audio companies and lighting companies and managers and artists. You know, so it's like okay, why don't we get couple people together and like this is some, not something new but it's like why don't i have the ability to do it now because i know all these people like let's let's start our own festival or let's yeah. you need help something this is what i can bring to the table yeah. you know what i mean it, instead of you putting money into this this is what i this is my share of the pie. yeah you know what i mean this is my contribution yeah this yeah. is what it's gonna cost yeah. me but i'm i'm you know i want to be part of this you know i want to be a leg of this you know so I don't know. I oh, guess the stuff like future that. Future festival. Yeah, it is. Or that's that's. Yeah. I love that's, it. I think that's a great idea. I think uh, somebody had just started that with Orly, but uh, he does that uh, electric fest out there. Oh yeah, yeah. he's doing really well he's with doing, that. Yeah, he's doing pretty well. It started something small. Yeah. I mean, he had a nightclub. He has some you know business himself, and he started doing that himself. Yeah. Shout outs to him, man. Yeah. He's, I, I love what yeah. he's doing. Orly's doing. We need more of those. Yes. So he's taking that chance. Yeah. And it's a great place. I mean, I looked at it. I mean, yes, it's in the IE, but it's still by the lake. It's fresh. It's got what is it DJs. called? Uh, electric Fest, I think. Yeah, Electric called. Fest. Yeah, Electric yeah. Fest. He's got some DJs, you know, on there. And it's it, like. It takes time, bro. It does. Yeah. And it's going to Here's grow. the thing that I like. It's not big name DJs. That's correct. It's all local. Yes. Kind right, of big name. Right yes. now. Like, yeah. Yeah. Local, yeah. yeah. Now. Yeah. And they do well. Yeah. Every yeah. Every video I see, it looks packed. People are having yeah. fun. That, Production's exactly. not amazing, yes. but it's it's but, good. Yeah. But like you're saying, it's got to start somewhere. But yeah. when you come in something like that, it's, hey, I have my production company. Mm. Now, you know DJs. Let's get together. Let's do yeah. a one-off. Yeah. yeah. And that's how Day Trip started. Same thing with Day Trip. You yeah. know, let's do a one-off. Yep. You know, and all of a sudden, hey, this is great. Hey, yeah. let's do it again. Yep. And again, next thing you know, you're the next... You know, next like, big guy. We know his name, but it's you have your own, you know, your yeah. own thing, big piece yeah. of the pie. And when I can pay Golden Voice and Live Nation to run my show, then you know, you've made it. You there know, you know go. I mean? like, oh, yeah. there you go. You know, like those guys. You know, Show Imaging is another one third in line yeah. that's, that's doing on a major or or level, Live you know? Nation comes in. Here's a check. We want to buy you out. Yeah, you we know? want. We want to work with you. Yeah. We want to work with you, there. So, and it's like, yeah. so at the end of the day, it's it's all about branding. Yeah, it's, it's a brand thing. Yep. You know. Uh, when you once you, your brand becomes famous, it's like anything else. It's just, yep. people want to be part of it, and you just you blow up. Yeah. You well, know? I hope, I hope it happens. Thank you. And yeah. I know that you gotta you gotta stick with it. Yeah. Like Coachella didn't make money for like the first I don't know how Couple many years, yeah. 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 long time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the, they were it, out of like a little like parking lot or yeah. something, right? They were like, small before they came to the Polo Gardens. Yeah, they were just small. Yeah. Do their own thing. And that's and look at them now. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like Insane. a worldwide thing. It's yeah. it's gotta start somewhere. Millions yeah. of dollars a weekend. Insane. Billions. Co- actually. Yeah. 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 I would say co- a couple. Yeah. yeah. Billions. Festivals or music events are massive right now. Yeah. But we, we, oh I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say when because there was you can we can pinpoint like when festivals became a thing. A thing, right? Yeah. Was it like was it like 10 years ago or something or like it's different well no because festivals have always been a thing 
but I think they became really big, yeah. like maybe I think yeah, when EDC moved to Vegas. Yes. No, yes. I think when like Coachella started doing like the whole two weekends. Yeah, like th- I think that's when it really started. Because what I could year? be wrong, but that's what I feel like. That's two thousand four. Like okay. what EDC? Like EDC here in LA was what three stages? I think it was. It was small. Tiny. Yeah, it was. Compared it to was small. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, when they moved, first of all, we were upset that they moved from here to Las Vegas. What the hell? Yeah. But I remember the first year, because I remember I worked the first year at EDC when we were in Las Vegas, and I'm like, dude, to walk from here to there, there's no way in hell. And this heat, it <laughs> used to be hot. Yeah. yeah. It was at 120 degrees, and that asphalt was- Because yeah, it was in June? Yeah. yeah. It was June, yeah. like hardcore summer, and I'm like, there's no way I'm going yeah, to live. Yeah. I'm going to live. <laughs> and all of a sudden, more and more stages. And to this, I think last year, is we cut down art cars. I think yeah. we only had four art cars. Yeah. Thank God I didn't cut mine. But um, yeah, so, and, it, and but we have the stages now, the Corona stage. Do we have, you know, the it's Red It's insane. Bull. It is growing and growing. It's but insane. I would say maybe about well, almost close to 20 years ago, I would say on there yeah. to me. Because yeah. I, I remember my b- first big, you know, I'm going to say rave yeah. was Monster Massive. Mm. That was my first one. Rave America was my other one. Those, that, I was like, holy shit, all these people for this, you know? But I remember Coachella being able to go from the dance stage to the main stage, no problem. Oh, no, Boom. that's a problem. Minutes. Yeah. Forget it. Now you have to plan your whole yeah. schedule yeah, it around. it takes you just, 20 minutes just yeah. to get from one if stage that, to the other. It's not longer. It is yeah. insane. And when they moved... Like they moved, they moved the the Heineken Dome, or and then oh, that other one, the the trippy yeah. stage. They just kept moving and and, and bigger, and it, just yeah. got bigger and bigger. Yeah. Because they start complaining about also the music, how it was set up, the way it was bouncing off the music. They start complaining about that, so that's why they start moving it, uh, getting bigger, yeah. bigger and bigger. Like yeah. to me, main stage at EDC, it's its own festival. Oh, for yeah, sure. I mean, it's it massive. is huge. It is. Like it's its own. When I walked in, I was like, what the. Fuck, yeah. this is its own festival. I yeah. have not yeah. been. It takes up, so on my side, yep. which is, uh, what is it? Uh, Cosmic, not Cosmic. Uh, Cosmic Meadows. No, no, Cosmic Meadows, no, the one in the middle. Uh, uh, Circuit Grounds. Circuit Grounds, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So on my side, we have us and then like three stages. On over there on main stage, it's just, it's just one. Yeah. They, just take up, they take up that whole what do you want to call it? The turn on the yeah. track. You know, so it's crazy because your stage, I remember this a while back, I think maybe like 10 years ago, I worked your stage and it was a small. Yeah, you was, just had the arch. It just the arch. Yeah. That's what we had. And it was just the arch. And I remember we had Calvin Harris that year and people were climbing oh, like, yeah. to the top. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to lose my shit. I was stage managing. Oh, shit. And I'm, I'm going to lose my shit. And it was. <laughs> It was small, and I'm thinking, like, dude, this is huge. Yeah, yeah. And the next thing they come out, they took it out, and they moved it to the other side. And I'm like, and they opened it up. I'm like, oh shit! Yeah, it got way Every it got year. huge. Every year, it just gets bigger. So now bigger. it's obviously main stage, and I have Rocky stage is like, and then you have Kirby stage, and I'm like, yeah. And I'm I'm lucky because my art car is always in between his stage and Kirby stage, <laughs> so I can go back and forth. Back and forth yeah. But then I have Factory '93 right in front of me. I'm like, bro. Deuces, you know. Yeah. So I'm literally, <laughs> moving I'm moving around. Last year, his stage saved my life because I had, I think, I think I had hard, hard style on my on my art car, and all of a sudden, Don Dollar comes on, and I'm like, oh, I'm over here listening to Don Dollar over here on this side. But it's like it's just growing more, and then you have DJs just coming back and forth. 
Yeah. So the and you yeah. can't have a James hype and a small stage. No. Someone would rather do it. You know, like I think I think Diplo people maybe. Yeah, I think Diplo, I think one year he played like at four stages. He did the Corona, he did yeah, the main he stage. Did, yeah, he bounced around. And that's what they're doing more now nowadays. Mm-hmm. But it's growing. I don't see it getting any bigger. Like How inside can it? inside oh, no, the circle. Well, but inside, see, but, yeah. but now they have EDC camp. So yeah, the whole the camp, the camp yeah. is a whole different. It's a yeah. whole because yeah. I remember the first yeah. when they first told me like Mario, you're gonna be working EDC camp. I'm like, what the? What, you, what is this? <laughs> like, what? You, oh, it's outside the festival. I'm like, okay, cool. So my hours are different. My hours were from six in the morning to until like ten in the morning. So I was like, oh, cool, I can enjoy the festival. So I would go to everybody's stage. You know, I'm like, hey, my time doesn't start yet until six in the morning. And all of a sudden, like, okay, and they brought all these big acts, and I was like, holy shit. You know this is crazy. So that now they're, yeah, they're, easy. they're they're now they're they're evolving. Now last year, well this was well, just passed. They had the resort world. They have its own. They had their own festival, a kind of art gallery yeah, yeah, festival. Yeah. I'm really surprised people that hasn't started before. Yeah, more and more places don't do that. And, and it's and it's well, it's all money, yeah. of course. It's you a know, logistics thing. It's it like is insurance. It, it goes deep in yes. the business side of it. You know what I mean? Because you got to hire people. Yep. Now it's a budget thing. Insurances. You know, this is all like casinos. Now they have. Yeah. I mean, now they're doing is they're they're having now. Uh, you buy a package. You have a bus that takes you to the festival, which mm-hmm. is smart. Yes. Because we all have been that drive. Oh yeah. That we're waiting on our car. For hours. Waiting. Hours. It's gotten better. Yes. It's gotten like, better. You no, know, literally waiting that hour. You're like, bro, might as well just take my time, take a nap, wake up, and then just drive out. Yeah. You know, so now they're having buses, and it, so they're obviously they're thinking. This, yeah. yeah, it's. I think I got lucky because I was out like in 40 minutes. Oh, dude, you're you lucky. Yeah. No, 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 no. You're yeah. lucky. I got, yeah, people said that, dude. Like how? No, and, I, and he's because Rocky Stage is like right where we park, so we just walk real quick. But even that, that just where we park at, mm. it's a shit show. <laughs> it's literally a shit show. You're coming out, you're like, oh my god, and, I, and I'm like, you're exhausted. You know what? I'm just gonna take my nap. I know. Yeah. Literally, just take an hour <laughs> nap. Uh, because once you get to our room, like I'm, I, before I even hit that bed, I'm knocked out. Yeah, I am, I am burned. Yeah. The fuck out. Do you remember the first like show you attended when you were like back in the day, kid? Um, first show. I mean, I, you know what? When I was a kid, I didn't because I, I'm like the oldest of my cousins that live here, so I didn't really have anybody to take me to like mm. like a concert or a show. You know, I was like always like the older one. So I was always taking my little cousins places when I was like growing up and going places, you know. Um, but I to me, that's why a house is like has a, a big home in my heart, because when I was like 12, 13 years old, I'm telling you, I had like my uncles and cousins take me to like the arena and Peppers. Uh-huh. And I'm a 13 year old kid, you know, at, at Peppers, like watching everything's going on. And I'm just like, holy shit. Dude. Yeah, dude, I'm like, hell yeah. All the rebels battling. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in here? Why is that guy in the floor? And look at his pants. His white pants are all dirty now. Yeah, dude. And I mean, also the girls, you know what I mean? You're just oh, like, yeah. oh my God. Like, I know these are not high school girls. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, damn, uh, you grow up yeah. real fast. Yeah. You know, at 13 years old, inside of Peppers, you're just like, okay, hell and it, yeah. And it is hot in there. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. No, Arena was worse, but Peppers was like, dude, yeah. it's so hot in here, man. Yeah. So, see, so when I got to like 15 years old, I started getting to like ditching parties, like yeah. Purple Shield. Yeah. And, like, you know, Shout now it's a Thing. Yeah, so yeah. now I started like learning yeah. how to design my own flyers yeah. and be part of that, you yeah. know, like now we're doing little raves and yeah. shit, you know what I mean? So that's that's around the same time around the turntables. Yeah. So yeah, like to me, those are my first memories of like 
you know, uh, going to yeah. yeah to a show of some sort, you know, an event, an event. That's yeah. Was, yeah, talk about map point. Hey, you call that number, the map point to get to yeah. one location to another location, and yeah, that's what it was. Exactly. And it's funny because I was following that. Yeah. yeah, Gumby. Shout out to Gumby. It's, he was for his king of it was a uh, what was it a barbecue used to have, but he was always at a map point, and he still owns the, the number for that. Oh my and, god! And then he still <laughs> and it was you call that number. Baja Sundays, Baja, was. Yeah, Baja was Sundays, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he still owns that. Like you know, and right now he's still coming out with stuff. You know, they're coming out with like bringing up old stuff to to kind of bring out. Yeah, now you've like, been noticing Damn. that. Like, yeah, they're bringing all that stuff and everything on there, and it's like, and and it's funny because Gumby still owns that number for Baja Sundays, and That's and hilarious. and you call that number, right people don't even know. Like, what do you mean? Where's how do you get there? I like, call the map point. What is a map point? You go to a place, you drive to a place. <laughs> What do you mean? You got to drive to a place to go to another place? Yeah. Like, forget about it. Forget about it. I know, right? lost interest already. Yeah, it's not, in, it's not instant. It's yeah. Instant. yeah. Can you just drop a pin, please? Yeah, not, yeah. not anymore. And you got to that warehouse. You're like, okay, now nah, we're here. All right. You know, but it made it worth that while. It's yeah. sad that is that stuff like that doesn't happen anymore, man. Well, there's a lot of underground stuff right now. No, the underground on. scene yeah. is massive it's right now. It's huge. And yeah. to me... And, and and I know there's a lot going on that people don't know about, so I like to keep it that way because it's it's worth. Like you go in there, you're just having a good time. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I I think what what's happening now is when you go to do you go somewhere, people pop out their phones. It's like you're not living like you're living that moment now, and it's crazy because James hype is just about to do a I show. I saw that someone else, James hype, and someone else are doing yeah, a show James, where you James no shot phones. no phones. Yeah, and I it's love at Berlin. It. Yeah, in Berlin they had a show, no phones. You gotta live. So he just announced it. James Hype is a he's a hype DJ. That guy is yeah, that he was actually working at Kirby's uh stage Yeah, yeah, we had him this year. Oh yeah, and he was all over the place. And I and I love his energy, but it's like that right there is what you should have because people are like with their phones. Oh wait, it and they're trying to catch it. that. You know, yeah. try to catch it. And then to me, and I was like, damn, like I get it. Take a picture, cool. Yeah. But live in the moment right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you wanna it. catch a video, yes. fine. Cool. Not a problem. Twenty seconds. Put it away. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. they're doing at the afterlife shows too. Fantastic. You just see no um, no no, oh, no. All, the, all the lights. All the lights. Yeah, see? Phones. And you yeah. see in the comments. Yeah. Put the phones yeah. down, put the yeah. phones down. But And that's what they should be doing because you gotta to me, I, I, I think of house. House music, it's funny. You I, I, techniques, an American DJ mixer. That's to me, that's what that was me. And then just my my record. And the crazy part is just I can be there all day. All day with all that stuff yeah. and everything, and now people are like, you know, they want to do it because of the wrong reasons. You know, I want to become a DJ. I don't want any no headphones, you know, sync button, all that stuff and everything. And it's like, if to live on that moment, then yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, like I can I can listen to house music all day. Like my my kids go crazy. I, I'm in my office playing house music and working, and then how do you do that? Like how can you even think? It's like, what do you mean? This is it puts me in the yeah, zone. Like, yeah. People have Adderall. Like, this is my Adderall. Like, you know, <laughs> this, I'm I just. I can't focused. do anything without some playing something in the background. Yes. Dude. Yeah, it's exactly. Weird. Yeah, and yeah. when there's nothing playing in the background, it's it's just it's everything's off. I like, get nervous. I lose focus. Yeah, why is everything yeah. so loud in here? Yeah. <laughs> hey, keep it down over there. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I can hear you think. Yeah, you know? exactly, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, so, speaking about music, what does music mean to you? It's everything. Music uh, gave me a life, you know, uh, gave me an identity, a personality. Uh, it's taking me places where I, if, if I wasn't following music, I would never be, you know. Um, it's, it's, it's everything, like I said. Um, I can't see myself doing anything other than 
something that has to something do with music. In music. Yeah, in yeah. music, you know, and it's just like the creative part of it. Like, like again, it's it's like imagine you work with magic and you work with something that's not you can't physically touch, but it it attracts millions and billions of people and it creates Brings people together. Yeah, yeah. it creates yeah. all these things. You know, we're here right now talking because of music. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. And we're not we ha- we haven't played a single note. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Like and none of us are musicians. No. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, for sure. Exactly. You know, isn't that magic? Isn't that isn't that incredible? Right. So stuff like that. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah. That's that's what music means to me. Yeah, so. I love how it brings everybody together. Uh, we were just at a few shows and just being out there with everybody and feeling the energy of everybody. Yeah. Everybody's there having a good mm-hmm. time. It's, 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 uh, it's amazing. It's pretty incredible. It's yeah. Amazing. Just seeing everybody together at the same yeah. time mm. to have that aha moment. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I, we were at the Mochek show and the crowd. Bro, that guy's, oh, how was that? That was a great show. How was that? He has good so energy. I haven't, I haven't been wowed by like a DJ mixing. Mochek's good. But I've worked with him before, and he, he had a good set when I worked with him before, but that set, it was like a two and a half hour set, and he fucking just, using the awesome. RMX, using the fucking CDJs to their full- he's all into it, right? Yeah, and he yeah. knows oh, all. Singing along. Yeah, crazy. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen a set like that where I was actually got the chills, and I was like, Blown away by some it's DJ. house music. Yeah, it's fucking. Oh yeah, it's groovy. He's, oh yeah, oh, I love Mochek. He went a little bit techno. Yeah, he did, but, so but, was, but he bring, but brings you yeah, back. He brings yeah, you back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's was, some DJs like, oh bro, you just crossed the line. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. gonna mention any names. Yeah, um, but, he, but the crowd was so amazing. Everybody was just into it. Everybody was just having a good vibing. Yeah, I, I'm always by myself because he's working. Yeah. I love being. I go roam by myself all the time. And there's times where I feel uncomfortable or it's like too many people yeah. or they're posers and yeah. I'm like, shut the fuck up yeah. already. <laughs> no, like Take, taking out the camera and oh, recording areas like in front of you. Bro. Or having a full on conversation. Yeah. What the fuck yeah. is wrong? <laughs> like, oh, did you know? I was like, okay, no. Bro. What is the, well, the people are not even facing the DJ. Their back is to the yeah. DJ having a full on yeah. fucking conversation. Yeah. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. Oh my God. I can go, whole, I can go yeah. on and on. But the crowd at the Mochek, everybody grooving. Yeah. Everybody having a great time. He's it was it. really good. Shout out to uh, Frameworks. They're killing it too, oh man. Frameworks oh. is fucking, fuck. they're doing some great shows. Here. I yeah. We're just a show we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. About to have that Chris See, Lake. That's that branding, man. Like, yeah. 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 it's the name branding, and what yeah. they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know that's them. Like, even you step into a place, you're like, all right, this Frameworks. You know what I mean? Without yeah. even knowing. Because there's people that, just go to shows and they're not in depth with like the people in the production Ooh, and stuff like that. They're just yeah. fans, you know, fans of music and yeah. of artists. So they know they're at that show without knowing that it's again the same people yeah. doing the same stuff that they love. You know what I mean? So branding and and, and that's everything. To you put know every, what I mean? to, put, to put a good show, putting it together. That's that's a, the biggest thing. Yeah, it's hard. It is hard yeah. to, to find an actual talent to put it out there to know. But I mean that Chris Lake and uh, Fisher show to be Ooh. put together. Yeah, that's gonna be a big in, one. In downtown, let me talk about Hollywood to shut it down. Yeah. To shut it down. Where exactly is that gonna be? I think it's gonna be in front of the Chinese theater. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I think it's that's a Hollywood blood. They were talking about it in the news or say they're, they're like, about I to heard shut about it, but I don't know anything about yeah. it. So it's like huge. Insane. That'll be that's gonna be crazy. I know. That's gonna shut down like Traffic hour. Yeah, it's sure. it's, we'll stay away from Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I, I want to talk about another show also because she was amazing. But the crowd, um, Charlotte Dwight just did a oh. five hour set. 
Yeah. That was Homegirl yeah. did not five leave hours? Five this hours. day. Not even to the bathroom or anything. Exactly. No. That's exactly. Holy how does she not shit. Leave? Is there a bucket by the door? I don't know. Like, how does she not? No, she did not leave the. the I didn't even show up Crazy. that early. She was there. But the crowd, they were great. Yeah. They loved her. They were fucked up. Oh, really? I saw a lot of fucked up people at that crowd. They came to party. Well, I'm sure after it, five hours, right? Oh like, my going. god, they were. It was. It was crazy. It was. It was fun. That's, it was crazy. That's but that, of, right? Yeah. To be play that long. Before she went on, I asked her what was her longest set. She said ten hours. Oh, so this is nothing. Ten. So she said hours. she's done a couple ten hours, but yeah. So she did five hours. Five hours not. Yeah. I was like, does she but have still, a snack? I yeah, no, I, that's a lot. I did four I'm hours on the dance floor and like three hours into it, I'm like, fuck, I need a snack. <laughs> like I should have like, brought a granola bar. So, babe, babe uh, you, yeah, I'm gonna go get some tacos. You, you will need something <laughs> you to drink. Yeah, There's right. Hot I know their hot dogs are out there. Right? Rocky's in the back, like, oh my god, dude, I'm, I'm oh. feeling for you, like shit. <laughs> He's stretching out <laughs> yoga over here. You know, Is there anywhere to sit down I over know. there. Like a bit. But see, that, that's that's an artist that yeah. loves the music, 100%. can play music that long because a lot of people like you know start playing the same and keep thing the over crowd and keep the crowd because you know, I've seen artists lose crowds like two hours into it. It's like yeah, bro, get the pasastas, you know. Yeah. yeah. But to to be able to actually have the ability to know how to read the crowd, yes, and to have them dancing for five and a half yeah. hours. That's that's amazing. Yeah, you know? that is crazy. Yeah, they were into it. They yeah. Were, see, I don't I don't see show. stuff like that. I know. I don't. Wow. Yeah, because you gotta be like. That's when yeah. you get into like the in death like text that just tech that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, cause I, I my stuff is more like festival based. So I got artists coming in now. Yeah. Set times. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, quick little plugs. Yeah. Set, <laughs> set times in there, and uh, you know, people. You know, hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, two max, hours max. Yeah. Max. That's you know? two hours. Uh, but to hear somebody does it for five hours, ten hours, like who who wouldn't be blown away by that? No. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, there's some some artists come out and just throw throw shade on them, like, oh, how can how can you be DJing for five hours? There's no way that you can. You're sober, but like, but the, in order ability to just a DJ for five hours, yeah. that's amazing. amazing. I would not have done like I'm already. I need to go to the bathroom already right now, dude. It's only been like a, <laughs> what time is like the hour, break? Like, oh, bro. Yeah. I'm more like, hey, bro. Thank God, you have a, uh, thank God you have a bathroom next door here, Rocky, but that's amazing. Uh, yeah. There's no way. My, my first thought was like, does she have to pee? Yeah. Like how, like, what do you got a bucket? Like yeah. what's going on here? Yeah. That train bladder. That's exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think about all the rehearsal time she had for that, like over her like career that she's trained to like yeah. do that for that long. You know what I mean? Impressive. How many hours she's gone like in a room by herself, you know, yeah. with no one ever seen that she just went on for like 24 hours, like. It's crazy. Or to take that risk, he said, is to DJ that long. To yeah. Like, have you done it before? No. What the? What makes yeah. you think? But she did it 10 hours, so yeah. it's like, that's nothing. She knows. Yeah, yeah she knows She knows uh, what the, the work you got to put yeah. in. Yeah. That's, that's, that's crazy. crazy. All right. Well, Jeff, I appreciate you for being on the Amazing. show. Guys, is there anything dude. that we didn't cover you wanted to talk about? Um, No, not really. I mean, it's just, I, I was just here. I, I didn't even know what I was doing here, to be honest with you. Again, <laughs> like, I... I Rocky's like, yeah, come in. We want to talk to you. And I'm like, about what? Like, like, I'm just the guy. We learned dude. something yeah. today. Like, I learned two things. Yeah, dude. That's And that's what I love about the show. It's, it's A lot of people don't know what it takes to make festivals or yeah. what you do yeah. to set stuff up and everything. Now people are like, what? 
Yeah. You know, people, like you said, people show up to a festival, they think that's all it is, yeah. and it's not. It's There's, like the artists did everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. But they it's created not. created everything. Yeah. The snap of their yeah. fingers, you know what I mean? So that gives you that voice, and yeah. when he said that, it's, that's that's the ability to do it. So shout out to Rocky and, and, and Brenda and everybody yeah. else coming out with that idea to giving you that opportunity, Definitely. you know? Yeah. Definitely, yeah. That's what the you whole guys are, point of this show, yeah. 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 What, to what shed light on everybody yeah. behind Definitely. the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what you guys are doing here is, is amazing, you know what I mean? Because I know you guys had um, a Carlo, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, see, that's, that's a titan in the game. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Carlo's like awesome, man. So people like that, that have that type of job, like, People don't know that person exists. Exactly. You know, they exactly. they don't know that they, that's that's a main person. Why they're experiencing what they're experiencing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to give somebody like that shine light on somebody like that, like that's that's incredible. So shout out to Set Times and keep thank doing your thing. You. Oh, thank it's you, amazing. Man. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to give out your Instagram? Anybody want to follow you or yeah, maybe uh, be inspired by you? Or yeah, no, yeah. Uh, let me hear that. You know, one word. Oh, that's right. Yeah, let me hear that. That's that's, that's his Instagram. That's let me hear. My, that. Let me hear. Dude, that. that's catchy. Yeah. All right, yeah. Dude, that's what's yeah. up. Yeah, like it's just it, that again, music. You know what I mean? Like I'm always like, you know, what is that? I need to get to that. You know, let me hear it. Like, I, I what is it? Show me, who who is this? You know what I mean? So. When I, I was like, yeah, that's my name, dude. Let me hear that. Because I'm always telling that to people. Like, yo, let me hear that real quick. <laughs> you know, so. that's, I love it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, thank you again. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mario. Yeah, thank yeah, you, Mario. You hey, I know. You know I thought Kirby had big shoes to fill, but, you know, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Kirby, get sick again, buddy. Uh, we, we never get see sick. Kirby again on this show, bro. Oh, <laughs> he's According to his union over here, he's yeah. waiting for his uh, contract. His contract. <laughs> Well, again, thank you again, and peace out. This is Set Times. Bye-bye.